And now, introducing the man who scheduled several cosmetic surgeries in advance of getting his driver's license photo retaken in attempts to seduce any man or woman cop who has the gall to pull him over, insisting the real kicker will be his new opening line, quote, there are no drugs in this car other than my loving, unquote. When asked about the daily tradition of listening to and transcribing the Joe Rogan podcast, he proudly asserted that he has never felt so empowered by an opinionated white male willing to speak his mind so freely, something, quote, history has been sorely missing, unquote. He is Glenn Clark. Actually, when I get pulled over, I just do the, uh, I do the Lil Wayne bit. I'm just like, wee, 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 sure that wee, works. wee. That's, sure that's, that's a uh, winner. I'm sure that, that never is a winner. Never fails. Good morning. Hello from the Chesapeake Employers Insurance Studio of Press Box. It is Glenn Clark Radio. That must mean that I'm Glenn Clark and might even mean that he's Kyle Ottenheimer. We're here, much to do on a Tuesday edition of the program. Today's show brought to you by Window Nation, Glenn Clark for Window Nation, where they have an amazing offer for you. I don't know how Harley and Aaron do it. But right now, you can get 50% off all styles of windows. All of them. Whatever it is that you're looking for. 50% off all styles of windows. I don't hear a number in there. I don't hear, like, you got to buy 20. I hear all styles of windows, 50% off. Plus, no money down. None. Cero. Gratis. Nothing. No money down. No payments. No interest. For two full years. So it's not like, hey, you know, yeah, well, we won't make you pay right now, but you're gonna you're gonna feel it on the back end. No, it's literally just a two-year grace period because we know it's been a rough year. That's it. It's that simple. 866-90Nation, visit windownation.com, tell them Glenn Clark sent you, and uh, get hooked up with that incredible deal from our friends at Window Nation. Coming up on the program today, uh, by the way, two R's in Dorian, sir. Um, noted. Duly yeah, noted. Keep that, keep that in mind. Why don't you uh, attempt to make that phone call, by the way? Sure. Why don't we do that? Um, coming up on the program today, we're going to catch up with uh, a few folks, including later on this hour, Charlie Toomey, head lacrosse coach at Loyola, is going to check in with us. They had a massive win over Denver in the NCAA tournament first round on Saturday night. They're back in the quarterfinals uh, where it gets easy. Now all they got to do is go face Duke. So <laughs> just just real simple at that point. Uh, we'll talk to, uh, the, to Charlie Toomey about the incredible win, and we'll look ahead to a showdown with Duke on Sunday out in South Bend. Also coming up on the program today, we will catch up with Patrick Dorian. Pretty cool story. This is a man that once upon a time quit professional baseball. I mean, it's it's not as dramatic as it sounds. He decided to go into the draft, and then after he was drafted, he said, I, I, I don't think that I made the right decision. I think I should have gone to college instead. But because he had gone into the draft and he had signed and he had joined a pro team, he didn't have the option of just turning around and like going back to Florida State. He he didn't he was ineligible. So he had to go to the community college route and then he had to go play at Division 2 after that to try to work his way back to this point and he is tearing the cover off the ball to start the season uh, for the Bowie Bay Sox as he's already hit 5 home runs in just a week 
It's a pretty good start. He was named uh, the Regional AA Player of the Week. So when we make our weekly visit to Bowie to chat with a member of the Bay Sox, this week it'll be Patrick Dorian who joins us. And later on in the program, neat story at Morgan State. They have reached the NCAA softball tournament for the first time in program history. They are MEAC champions, and they are headed to the NCAA tournament. Uh, speaking of easy, they just get to go face uh, Oklahoma. And uh, for those that are unaware, in the softball world, Oklahoma is a beast. So we will chat with their head coach, Larry Heinlein, a little bit later on in the program as well. So all of that coming up today on GCR. Happy birthday to our pal, Brian Powell. Get it? Pow, pow. Uh, See what I did there? Cheeky yeah, good fun. It's uh, Brian's birthday, so happy birthday to him. Uh, I'm not really sure what he does around here any longer, but every now and then he uh, pokes back in to Some try to keep me straight uh, about a... a what, is, what would you say that you do around yeah, here? Yeah, what is it, what is it yeah. that you do around here? What exactly? <laughs> not going not gonna to work here anymore. I know that much. Um, so happy birthday to uh, Brian. Uh, love our buddy, and uh, I don't. I have no idea. I honest to God don't know. This is a true story. I don't know how old Brian Powell is. Could be anywhere from thirty six to sixty. No, 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 no. But no, I, I, no, if I had to guess, be. if I had to pin it down, no, he's. If I had anyway, to pin it down. I'd say he's. I would pin it 30, between thirty five and thirty five and forty thirty eight. I would say between thirty five and forty. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Seventeen. I don't know. I just genuinely don't know. I think. He's older than I am. I think he is. But I don't know that either. That's the funny part. Like, for as much as I've talked to Brian over the years, as well as I know him. Pretty I sure he's older than me. I don't know. Yeah, he's definitely older than you. That's a fact. I don't know that. I just think he is based on our life experiences. That's what I think. What's today? So. The 18th? May 18th, huh? Uh, that is the day. Yeah, that's yeah. the day. I've confirmed it. But okay. I mean, good for him. It's a good day. <laughs> cool. How is that? Um, a couple of things I want to cover. Uh, there has been, there has still, like, it's unbelievable to me how many people are still clinging. Like, they're so desperate for Manny Machado to have done something wrong that, despite the fact that literally everyone I is. I don't know. Can we trust like, these guys? It's though? it's an amazing place that we are. I got to be honest about this. This is an amazing place that we are in a society where no matter how many people that definitely know more than we so do. What have we taken the word about, of former ball players? Or, or everyone. It's one thing if like there's a split. If there was a split between the opinions of baseball players, right? If six different guys on one side said, "No, I think everyone that has any actual knowledge tells us the exact same thing." But yet we are so blind. The social media the era and the belief that our opinion is more relevant than fact is unreal. It's 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 magical in a way. Like I, I, I almost can't be mad at it because our heads are so far up our own asses that it is irrelevant what fact is. We are so unbelievably capable of dismissing it entirely in favor of what we want the truth to be that we can do this game where we're still having a Manny Machado conversation the next day. It's, it's incredible to me, despite the unanimous, unanimous... I don't know. Cardinals fans and Orioles fans who didn't like Manny Machado sure are pretty upset about it. It's unreal, man. It's un-effing-real. 
I want to hear Buck weigh in on it. Buck already did. He talked what to the Athletic say? about it. I mean, he said the, exactly. I want to. I want to hear. Oh, just because you yeah. want to hear his voice. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. I mean, I, I, I don't. It's, it's not a local story, so we're not going to call Buck about it. But Jesus, man, like well, for Christ's sake, I'm sure there sometime <laughs> soon we'll be able to ha- find a reason to have another conversation with Buck Showalter. Right. I have no doubt that we will come up with some excuse to make that happen in the future. Um, it's just unreal. It's un- it's it's a, not even about the Manny Machado thing to me because that's a, a different thing. Uh, he did, he did. He had a nice little home run last night. The Is Manny, he still good? I guess he's still the Manny good. Machado thing. And by the way, credit to Jace Tingler who did what he should do, Sorry. which is he said, "It's not just how wrong you are about this. It's it's not just that it's not dirty. It's that it good, deserves it deserves so much more credit." Sure. For a superstar baseball player, a guy making $300 million that could have just chosen to stand there and go into business for himself because he's making $300 million and not care about anything else, but instead prioritized winning and prioritized helping his team despite the fact that he is so wildly compensated. That's the story. The story is what an incredible baseball play it was to help your team win a game. We're so far up our own asses. We're so desperate to to be right about something that we are just willing to dismiss any fact in the debate. And and even poor Drew, who just when he loses something, he's unwilling. He's just, well, you're just in love with the guy. No, I... And I get it. Drew is in love with like Derek Lowe. It's something I can't I can't speak to. It's the same thing. Those of us that like Manny Machado have to be willing to be critical sure. of the things that he does that are in the bat throw. Indefensible, hundred percent. There was no defending that at all. By the way, this is how hilarious it is that that when when you lose when you're wrong about something, you try to paint it into the corner of well, you're just in love with the guy. I criticized Manny Machado when everybody else thought he rightfully charged the mound years ago. I don't like that crap. I'm not a fan of it. I'm never going to be a fan of charging mounds. I'm not going to be down with that because guys get hurt in those situations. Because it's it's the crap that's not baseball. It's the it's the stuff like I complained about with the uh, the Rangers and the Capitals a couple weeks ago. It's that you're you just want to prove what a man you are. Instead of winning a baseball game. And in the process, you run the risk of taking yourself out of baseball games. I don't like it. I'm never going to. You don't run the risk. You do. I mean, you're going to get suspended. Well, it's not just getting suspended. I you get could it. get of hurt. Course. You I'm, could get I'm, significantly I'm, I'm hurt. just speaking in the nobody gets hurt scenario. You're still taking yourself out of baseball yes, games. Yes, 100%. I'm never going to be a fan of it. And I was critical that night. And Orioles fans were livid with me because everyone decided, again, in that situation Look, with I, the Royals, that Manny Machado was in the right. And I get it. Yeah. Of, the, of the two things, he definitely seemed to be defending sure. himself where the other guy appeared to be the a-hole. But I still didn't like it, and I'm not going to lie about it. I'm never going to be okay with this system where we want to charge mounds and we prioritize being a man ahead of what we think being a man is supposed to be ahead of trying to win baseball games. I'll never do it. I'll never be on board with that. I'm not in love with Manny Machado. It's just that Drew loses arguments, and so he flails and says, well, you're just in love with the guy. No. No, I want to have a merit-based conversation. I want to have a conversation about facts. And the fact is, yesterday, or Sunday at this point, Manny Machado didn't only not do anything dirty, he didn't do anything weird. 
you just don't understand baseball enough. You haven't paid enough attention. They want him to, to slide and uh, or they want him to get to the ground without extending his foot at all, right? Like the only if he had just tumbled and rolled, like would that have been okay to them? You know, I have no idea. But the it, again, the part of it that everybody's just conveniently missing is that he purposely slid lay, feet out to avoid spiking the guy. We went he went it. out of his way. The the replay that is most widely circulated from John Boyega. Yes, I don't is, think that's him. <laughs> I don't know. We'll look into it. Is very slow, frame by frame parsing, super slow motion, and it's it allows one and their first but if reaction. You don't have con- if you have no right. context of what's going on, but that is what most people are basing this off of. But even then, even then, even when you have no context of what's going on, the first responsibility you might have is to say, "I don't understand this." Sure. I don't. I You're don't. Speaking about a reasoned person. I don't understand this. I should probably try to figure out what, fact checks what exactly happened here. I should probably go into that. I, I, I you know, a- instead of reacting to something and thinking that I know what's happening, and that's the crazy part about it is the assumption that you have any idea what's happening. Sure. The reason why you think it's dirty is because you're confused. You're used to seeing hard slides at second base. And so that's the only thing you know about slides. And so because of that, when you say, well, there's, there's no base there, you instead of saying, maybe I should figure out what happened, you decided to say, well, I'm just going to react to it. And that, again, what I said yesterday about this guy, this John Boy guy, and, and John I, Boy think, I think he's attempting to say it wasn't actually him who posted this, uh, this post. It was somebody else that works for his media company now that posted this post. I don't know. But what they were doing was very purposeful. They purposefully did this to get attention because they know that there are stupid people. But there are just dumb there are dumb people that will just look at one little little clip presented a, in a particular way if you were watching the game there was no controversy involved but i don't know if this response would have been the same for insert random mitch hanniger right like no, of course it wouldn't have been. you know like this because, is this because, is manny machado being a guy because that, as people have pointed out there's a never-ending uh, amount of videos of other baseball players doing the exact same thing that no one has ever reacted to sure it's about me because it was all presented in a very specific way and the video was presented the same way to try to play to the stupids we know you're stupid, so we're going to... We know gonna, how you feel. No, it's not just that. We also know you're dumb enough to not go figure out what happened. Or lazy. It's not just... It, what, you know, it's the same all thing. Of it, yeah. It's the same thing. We know that there are low IQ people that are unwilling to find out fact that will just choose to react to anything they think their brain is telling them. And so we know if we present it this way, if we present the whole video... Then that's going to there's still be some stupids that just don't like Manny Machado, and if he sneezes, they're going to not like it. But we will eliminate some of the stupids that we want to re- get re- react to this. If we if we only put in this without context, despite the fact, and we pretend as though there was some sure. controversy here, despite the fact that if you were watching the game in live time, there was absolutely zero controversy. There was no reaction from the players on the field. There was no reaction from the broadcasters. There was no notion that what had happened was weird, was different, was anything other than exactly what a baseball player would do. And what this is is an exercise in our stupidity. It's an exercise on how lost we are. We're lost. It's hopeless. Our opinion matters more than fact. 
And it goes, I keep saying this, it sure. goes both ways. We have an obligation. If we try to, if I like Manny Machado a lot because he's a damn good baseball player. I have this weird thing where I like the guys that are good. It's like when the Ravens ran out of Anquan Bolden. People are like, well, you just like Anquan Bolden. You're like, I, well, I do because he's good. He was one of the better players I've watched on my team. And believe it or not, I, it, I, I had a, you know, one of the closer relationships I ever had with a Ravens player over the years was Ed Dixon. You know what I never have attempted to do with Ed Dixon is make it seem like he was a better football player than he was. He was a great blocker that never became a good pass-catching tight end. He was a great blocker. So much so, so much so. Well, His he, hands were what prohibited him it, from... The athleticism is it, blocking no doubt. specifically. No doubt. He, was, he a, was maybe the best blocking tight end in Ravens history. Nick Boyle is certainly, you know, putting a, a, his name into the conversation. But he was such a good blocking tight end that despite his deficiencies in other areas, the Ravens wanted him on the field at all times. They constantly wanted Ed Dixon on the field because he was that good of a blocker. But I'm not going to go back and attempt to tell you that Ed Dixon was Shannon Sharp. He wasn't. And when the Ravens moved on from Ed Dixon, you know who didn't react negatively? Your boy. Because I get it. There is there is an only a, a, such a length that a blocking tight end can go on your football team. It's not about guys I like. It's about good players. Manny Machado is a great generational baseball player. One of the players we've ever seen. Correct. Anquan Bolden was a great football player. The guys Probably that the I like... like I don't know. Maybe the best in a vacuum receiver in Ravens history. Um, in as far as you're not talking about sustained careers like Derek Mason. Yeah, Derek of course, Mason the most certainly because Derek right? Mason like, was definitely the best receiver in Ravens history because he had the best career. But I mean, at their time but, that they were in Baltimore, the player who was I, I individually could, I, the I best. I think at what their you're job. trying to say was the most impactful Ravens receiver in Ravens history. I think in, a, in a in a yeah, like he still could have. There's no reason he wouldn't have been just as productive had he been in Arizona, right? Like he as he was been, in the past, he might have been more. So it was I mean, the time like, that they. I mean, and Derek, yeah, those two. Fine. Those two are the most Who? talented and, and impactful. And Mason. Mason? Yeah, yeah, I mean, it, however you want to say it. Right? Was, it was lightning in a bottle for what the Ravens... Well, of course, yes. He was the exact perfect fit. But it, it, I don't really want to do any Quan Bolton conversation. I know we of course could. We could always go back to the greatest hits. We can you do know, I touched the, the Lombardi trophy because of him. Uh, I think you've told that story yeah. before. I think was, you have. Uh, yeah. uh, replete in Gucci. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. I, do, I do enjoy a man replete in Gucci. <laughs> I do enjoy that a great deal. I like the guys that are good. And yes, it helps if they also happen to be decent people or do good things in the community or whatever. And somebody might say, well, I, I don't. That's why I didn't like Manny Machado. Right. But I mean, Manny Machado did some, yeah. some, some community things. I mean, he wasn't as involved as some other players were. And sure, I have heard some stories about people he wasn't particularly kind to. And I, I don't like that. But it doesn't change what he is as a baseball player. As much as you want it to, as desperate as you are because you didn't like him, you can't change fact. I will always like the guys that are good at what they do. Those are the guys that I'm going to want on my team. I eternally, I will eternally want those guys to be on my team. I will eternally want really good players on my team. Of course, there's a limit sure, to that. If you are a type of awful where you're doing things like, you know, hitting women, no, I don't want you on my team, no matter how good you are. I've said this about Tyree Kill a million times. I don't want him. I never, I didn't want Antonio Brown to be a Baltimore Raven. I don't want those guys. But there's a, there's a line. And that's the line. That's it. Everything else, I want those guys on my team. Well, I mean, Egregious acts 
I thought there was, that's, uh, that's course, the line. Yes. The, the line right, is that's, that's the line. It's not specific. There's yes, a line by which you go past that line. I don't want you on my team. Mm-hmm. I don't care how good you are. Anything beyond that, you know, you you can't defraud Jeopardy you, of millions of dollars. We won't. I, allow honest it. to God, don't care about that. Don't care about uh, you avoid. Uh, you know, clearly in this country, we don't care whether you pay your taxes or not. Like, there's plenty of things that we don't care about. I don't think anyone really gets it, to be honest. What's that? Taxes. I, I said yesterday. Yeah, I am yeah. very confused about the refund that I received from the state. It definitely does not seem to be the correct I think number. The IRS just like I think he's the one we want right now. They yeah, just go and I, just like, <laughs> let's see if we can. <laughs> let's just send this out there and see how it goes, right? I my wife was like, should I deposit this? I'm like, you should make a couple phone calls first. <laughs> Withdraw it, cash, bury it. <laughs> <laughs> like, make a couple phone calls. Make sure that this number was correct. It is. That seems. I did our numbers. The worst effing lawyers. <laughs> yeah. Right? This doesn't. I know they're doing some things to help us out in this time, but I don't think that's the case. So that was the first thing that jumped out at me today was the uh, the um, unbelievable continued attempt by certain people to make it seem like there was some sort of controversy related to Manny Machado instead of acknowledging what really occurred, which is, my God, what a great baseball play by a player who, based on who he is and how much money he's getting paid, doesn't always have to do the right things baseball-wise. He'd be just fine in his life if he choose to say, well, if I slide down here, there's a chance I might get hurt. I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to stand here, let him tag me out, and then they complete the double play, so what? I'm still getting my money at the end of the day. I'm, I'm living the good life. Who gives a rat's ass? That's part of the conversation that for some reason is missed. Today's show is also brought to you by Glory Days Grill, where they're celebrating their 25th anniversary, and the celebration benefits you because you can get over there and take advantage of an amazing menu that includes the zucchini fries, the smoky thigh wings, the double bacon and cheddar burger, the barbecue chicken bowl with ancient grains, the strip steak sandwich, the silver anniversary IPA, and more. GloryDaysGrill.com. Toast to 25 more years with Glory Days Grill's Silver Anniversary IPA. Brewed by Virginia-based brewery Devil's Backbone. And take home a commemorative glass. Celebrate by entering any of their three contests online as well. Win a trip to Devil's Backbone Brewing Company. Free wings or lots of other great prizes. Enter online at glorydaysgrill.com slash 25th anniversary. The 25th anniversary menu is available through June 20th. Come in for great food, good sports, and family fun. Um, I was talking to a few people last night about the Bob Baffert thing and the NYRA deciding to suspend him, which is really weird how they waited until right after he didn't win the Preakness mm-hmm. to decide to suspend him. Just kind of crazy timing right like how that worked out that they waited until right after they knew there was no chance for a triple crown to be at stake in new york for them to come down and make a really strong statement about bob baffert it's funny right so the first response that i or the first response when i tweeted about it yesterday was was from someone who said this is proof that it was an embarrassing decision by the maryland jockey club they had the right to step in and say no we are suspending you and that's fine it's fine. You can say that. You can say they have that right. Literally every horse person we spoke to last week said, yeah, based on the facts that we have, we don't think that's what we should be doing. Now, somebody might say, hey, 
That's what they're saying publicly because Bob Baffert is such a looming figure in the sport mm-hmm. that they don't want to come off particularly critical of him. But I bet privately they're saying something else. Well, I spoke to a lot of people in the sport, and I was informed that, no, privately, that's not what the horse people were saying either. Now, there are horse people that have certain opinions about Bob. Um, There are people that like him. There are people that don't like him. But even privately, there did not seem to be an overwhelming consensus from the horse people that this was proof of Bob Baffert cheating and you need to get him out of the sport. They fell back to some of the things that we talked about even with Marty Smith where we're talking about the, the, the small volume of a certain substance that if you were going to do this, it's not, this is not likely to be the thing that you would be doing. So I, I don't know enough to be able to speak to that. I, I'm not, as I kept saying all throughout, I am not an expert in this subject. Believe it or not, I know nothing about horse doping. It's just not not I, what I went to school for, right? I know here. that's why we have yeah. you around. That's that's Ketamine. the important part. Yeah, that's that's the way they go. Well, in certain doses, okay. Don't do it. I remember I had to do a, a, a we what was there was a cla- a health class I think in twelfth grade where they gave out every, ketamine. No, yes, correct. Everybody, <laughs> see see how you feel about it. See if it's for you. It is actually used um, pharmaceutically. I now. do know that yeah. actually, um, and we all had to do a. We, there was a big like end of cl- class project that you had to do about a particular drug and why people shouldn't do it, and we got assigned. The teacher walked out during our presentation. Yeah, we got assigned something super random like whippets. I mean, like we got something I, the, barbiturates. I think is what it was. Okay. We got assigned barbiturates. Sure. N- who knows what a barbiturate is? It's a pill of sorts, right? I don't. I got times. Hang on. It a might second. be like I think it's is Xanax a barbiturate? I think it might be. It, is it? I I can't. I wouldn't I, bet I mean, on it, but I think it I, might. I be. assure you, as a twelfth grader, I was unaware. I'm not. Positive. I was. I think it is. It's any of a class of sedative and sleep-inducing drugs derived from barbituric acid. So, so in that case, yes. I would guess. That confir- like, no, the last part confirms. That last yeah, part yeah, of the sentence Now, now that confirms. you say barbituric acid. <laughs> I, believe like, that, uh, I believe that is the case. I, I, I'll choose to... Hang on a second. Examples. Examples. Uh, okay, unfortunately, these are just... Allobarbital. Oh, allo, yes, allo. Amobarbital. Aprobarbital. These don't really... These aren't the greatest hits, I don't think. These do not help. I don't think these are the greatest hits. No, they do not. So we get assigned this project, and there's a girl in our group that I was quite fond of. Sure. And was talking to at the time. She was a lifeguard as well. Wendy. Yeah, exactly. Wendy Peppercorn. That was the one. So I, she had the idea that we... Go to the mall. This is getting our into project. A always sunny kind of yeah, territory we, we, here, we, we, where it's no, like, how no. can we really talk about it unless we know what it's right. like? We, exactly right. <laughs> we got to find out. We go to the mall and we ask people around our age. Excuse me. What they know barbiturates? about barbiturates? Barbiturates. That's what that's what it's technically called. Barbiturates. Well, There's an R in there. I. Well, it's that's what it is. Yogging. Uh, yogging. Exactly mm-hmm. right. So I said, because again, I like this girl. I was like, "Yeah, we'll do it." I just like, want to know who you're targeting for like, these uh, like these, sure. these walk-ups? And anybody? It's like, sir, excuse me. How about every see your piercings? Like, I I don't know how she thought this was going to go, yeah. but it went like this. Hi, could we talk to you for a school project? Uh, okay, sure, sure. sure. And I I pull out this this 1999 yeah camcorder. Yeah, and I'm Absolutely. holding it up well, like sure. <laughs> what are you what are you doing yeah, it on? Right. Well, we were uh, wondering. Uh, could you tell us what it is that you what what you know about barbiturates? 
barbiturates. Yes, barbiturates. What exactly do you know about barbiturates? Well, excuse me. Yeah. So barbiturates, they're uh, they're drugs. They uh, they're used. They're sedatives, and they're they're I'm, used. I'm not interested in any drugs. I think this is probably not for me. All right. Well, I want to thank you for your your help today. Are you sure you know nothing at all? You know anybody who's involved you, with barbiturates? Where, or, are you a police officer? That's exactly how this went. Exactly how this went. And it's essentially the same thing that would happen if if they had if like for example the folks in London where I make appearances on LBC Radio of course. as an American sports Esteemed correspondent guest. yes if they had reached out to me last week and said this is a big story yeah. we could use your expertise on on horse drugs it would have gone basically the same way as us interviewing kids at the mall about barbiturates it would have gone almost exactly the same I don't way think that's how you pronounce it you keep saying that i don't know what like i think it's barbiturates no that doesn't yeah well b-a-r-b-i-t-u-r-a-t-e i can't spell you that. just put an n in there somewhere or maybe you gotta just maybe you've just been mispronouncing something for a long time i don't know and didn't realize a really you big part of my life oh yeah <laughs> Makes no sense what it is that you're doing. This is one of those things. It's one of those times where you don't know what you're talking about, yeah. and you're just trying to act confidently like you do. Yeah. For what it's worth, I didn't know there was an R. I have called them barbiturates. That's what I've called them forever. Was. But there but was an N in there somewhere. There's definitely no N, and there's another R in there. And so I'm pretty sure. By the way, I think when we were the old camcorder at the mall, I'm pretty sure we were saying it. barbiturates. Yeah. Well, that's how, you, that's how they know you're not a cop. Pretty <laughs> sure that's how it was going because we had no idea what we were doing. Of course, the moral of this story being... Don't abuse right. barbiturates. <laughs> barbiturates, exactly right. The moral of the story being the NYRA decides to suspend Bob Baffert, which, you know, God bless, they can do that all they want. We got I, there. We got there. It's, it's, it is very easy to sit back and say... I, I am hard-pressed to imagine they would have done the same thing if the horse had won the Preakness. Now, if they had gotten the, the second sample test back from the Kentucky Derby and the Derby had said, nope, also came back positive again, you're, you're that's out. that's what they were waiting for. Then it's quite easy at that point for the NYRA because you're not any longer going for the Triple Crown, really. Sure. Now, you could still use the attention. The attention would be nice of the kind of faux Triple Crown <laughs> that he might have been going for. It's far easier at that point for the NYRA to step in and say, mm, "No, you 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 failed the Kentucky Not Derby so test." Not so fast, my friend. Yeah, we exactly to pull their own Lee Corso and say you're out. But they didn't do that. They specifically did it. The only evidence that changed between last Friday, again, what we got last Friday was that they passed all these blood tests that the Maryland Jockey Club made them subject to. The only thing that's changed since then is he didn't win the Preakness, and he's no longer going for a Triple Crown of any sort. And so, well, now they're banning all of Baffert's horses, right? Well, they're banning him, yes, correct. And so, by by proxy, yes. it's not just Medina Spirit; it's also uh, Concert Tour and any other Bob Baffert horse are banned from the the Belmont. But again, it's far easier to do. How many horses are going to be running in the Belmont as a result? Like well, the six? expectation was it was going to be a loaded field. Really? It was going to be uh, horses that ran well in the Derby that didn't run in the Preakness um, that were going to come back. Is that often the case of Belmont having more? Um, more of the Derby horses, yes. It's often the case that, that uh, the Derby horses that don't win mm-hmm. 
don't have a lot of reason to run in the Preakness because you can't win a Triple Crown. Sure. But is still a decent purse, right? Like, what's yes, the... there's a great... There's, of course, there's a great purse. And some of them do. Some Like Midnight Bourbon, they chose to run Midnight Bourbon. If you think your horse is that good, yeah. but a lot of times... When you don't perform you well in the, in, in the Derby, it's... it's more about how can we try to win one of these sure. things, so that when we, mm-hmm. you know, want to want to sell this horse's semen, semen later, yes, yes. um, not be scared of. We'll be able to club. we'll be able to call it a Belmont winner science. or a Triple Crown like race that lady winner from the Heineken commercial. By the way, Brian Powell says I'm correct about the age range between 35 and 45. So, so he's 60. Yes, nailed it, nailed it. Brian Powell's 60 years old. A weird bit that is. What a weird, weird bit. So yeah, the Baffert thing. I, I'm not. I do not fault the Maryland Jockey Club. I, I do still think there is an argument about whether or not, for the good of the sport, Bob Baffert himself should have been the one to do it. But I think a lot of the people that in the sport would have said actually, it would have been worse for the sport because it just would have taken attention away from the Preakness and what's good for us right now is attention more so than you know, being punitive towards a particular trainer. So I I still think there's room for that conversation, but it was made very clear to me that it was not something that was easy for the Maryland Jockey Club to do, and just despite the fact that the NYRA did it doesn't mean... they. By the way, if the other test comes back negative, they have the right to reverse this suspension. This could just be nothing more than window dressing. This could be nothing more than... Well, let's make it seem like we're doing something really heavy-handed right now. And if they get the other test back, they didn't define the period for this suspension. They left it open-ended. They could very easily, if this the other the split sample sure. comes back flip-flop negative, they could say, "All right, all's good now. You want to come party? Come party." That's the exact way that it could go about. You happening. were so close. I was trying to think what would be a good way to say that. You're like, it's not about the Maryland Jockey Club. It's more important for the Maryland Jockey Club to get attention than it is to penalize them, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. You should have said than it is for them than detention. You know, attention, detention. You get it? And that's my two cents. You're welcome. I'll be here all week, maybe. Unless you fire me. Ah, oh boy, I'll be here. <laughs> Don't tempt me with a good time. Don't tempt me. Do not you throw something out there like that. Now I'm forced to sit there and think to myself, well, maybe, <laughs> maybe that would be just fine. Finally got gas, by the way. Finally got How'd gas. Go? Where'd you get it? Uh, How'd I, you get it? What of was the price? I, I, went, I've told you, I only get gas at Royal Farms. How many bags? Old. Yeah, oh, I, all of them. I took literally <laughs> all the poop bags that we have at home for the dogs. Well, and if you I, mix it, I think it's better for the engine. Yes, correct. With I mix it with the poop, you yeah. mean? Yeah, 100%. That's you what they don't want to nice tell you. Fertilized gas. <laughs> Um. Uh. No, it was fine. Nobody was there. In fact, it was. It was. It was fine. Now it was. It what was, was the price? Oh, it was three bucks. I mean, it's. Yeah. It, we, this is. This is the world we live in, in which the apparently the economy's better when gas prices are higher. So yeah, we we do things really well in this country. We, everything is, is really well. The pipeline's well done. back flowing though, right? We're gonna. It's roll. flowing again. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It just seems to never be that. The, there's never seemed to be a priority of keeping gas prices down. That's never seemed to be the priority well, of. I think that's a, any politics. It's weird. It's a global how eco no discussion one, also. No one ever talks about it. No one well, ever talks what, about wanna, how damaging it might be. Offer to, up the cornfield for fracking, Glenn. Uh well, hang on a second. How much money are we talking about? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not saying no. I'm just saying I need more information. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. And we can talk about it at that point. It's just really weird how no one ever wants to talk about how effed we are 
by gas prices ever. It's just never. I look. I'm a dumb guy, and I know mm-hmm. nothing about the world. But I do know this much: mm-hmm. we're paying three times the amount for gas that I once paid when I started driving. Co- it was a dollar a gallon. It was less than a dollar a gallon when I was 16. Oh, it was sixties. No. It was sixty cents. No, it wasn't sixty cents. It was ninety cents. I, I mean, I I absolutely remember paying ninety two cents a gallon for gas when I was um, a, a, oh, a high schooler. I mean, I I wasn't walking back and forth to school. I was driving in my car because hey, mom, I could I afford five gas. Five dollars to fill up my tank. Yeah, now kids That's don't even want to get their am, license. You know? They don't even. Oh, oh my God, man! If you had ten bucks, you were gravy. Like all you need to have in your life was ten dollars, and you were fine yeah, at that point. And nobody seems to talk about it despite the fact, despite the fact that they're paying three times as much for something we all need in order to get by. Nobody seems to discuss the impact that, that has on the economy and the problems that we have in this country. It's just really weird how that works. How we're so terrified. I'm, somebody in big oil might be preparing to kill me right now. I don't know, just because I'm I'm discussing it. Like we're so terrified of it that we won't even have the conversation about the impact that has had on us as a nation. Complicated, though. Really weird. It's a complicated thing. You know what? It's complicated, like Avril Lavigne said, acting like you're somebody else and getting me frustrated. Right. But life's like this. When you pay three times as much for gas... I think this is the headline here is Glenn's profile. Honestly, yeah, correct. I I, we just we have this. to figure something out, man. We've got to figure something out. The about gang this. solves the gas crisis. You know, if you will. it's like the whole correct yeah. the door to door gas salesman bit. Wild <laughs> card bitches. you I, up or what? <laughs> I cut the brakes. Like this that is don't what it is. Make me go and send my associate on you. Exactly right. Um, I just feel like maybe it's a conversation we should have at some point. Like you know, hey, why is it that we don't have more electric cars these days? That's a that's a Mine weird goes bit. into electric mode at certain times, but i got to get up to 40 for it to drop down into it. Okay. Kind of weird, unless I've got it going for a little while. And then so, like, in go. the city, it's very hard for you to get into depends, electric mode. It depends. Once, once it's been going for a little while and warmed up and it's going, it, it, yeah. it, it'll get there. But then if I press the gas hard enough, okay. it's out of it. It's a, it's, a, it's a fickle little battle, but sometimes it's, it's fun to... To see fickle. the mount MPG tick up. If fickle I've been is Einhorn. Uh, Einhorn is fickle. Correct. Yeah, correct. correct. All right. Uh, today's program also brought to you by Great Eights Memorabilia. The date the date is June 27th. The event is Tucker Fest. The man is Justin Tucker. 50 bucks. I don't know if you know this. That guy's going to be in the Hall of Fame. That guy is the greatest kicker of all time. That guy's one of the most popular figures in the history of Baltimore football. And you can get your picture and autograph, all of that, for just 50 bucks, and be a part of an amazing family fun festival that day at Jerry's Toyota. It's going to be an awesome day for Tucker Fest on June 27th. We'll be there. Jeremy Kahn's going to be in the dunk tank. There's a cornhole tournament. There's going to be live music from Joey Harcum and Dave Teeth throughout the day. There's going to be food trucks. There's going to be other interactive things for you to do. It's like a fe- we're finally able to be out among people again, and this is going to be a great opportunity for you to do it with Justin Tucker. It's going to be a day. You're going to want to be there at Jerry's Toyota. Get your meet and greet. The event is free. You can come out free. No problem. Hang out. Be a part of it. You don't need a ticket. You don't need a pass. You can just show up June 27th at Jerry's Toyota and be a part of Tucker Fest. But if you want to make sure you get your autograph and picture meet and greet passes, 
you need to go to great8smemorabilia.com. That's the number eight, great eights, so great8smemorabilia.com, and get your tickets there for Tucker Fest June 27th. And you can find out about the other amazing events they have coming up. By the way, they are uh, doing exclusive deals with a number of the Ravens draft picks from this year, so there's going to be um, some more events coming up that we'll be telling you about related to that. But right now, you can get your you, all that taken care of, great8smemorabilia.com to be a part of Tucker Fest. When we come back in, Charlie Toomey, Loyola lacrosse coach, just got a dramatic win over Denver in the first round of the NCAA tournament Sunday night. We'll talk to him about that next. It's Glenn Clark Radio from the Chesapeake Employers Insurance Studio. Glory Days Grill is celebrating their 25th anniversary this month, featuring their 12-ounce silver anniversary New York strip steak, the smoky thigh wings, a double bacon and cheddar burger, the strip steak sandwich, barbecue chicken bowl, and their silver anniversary turtle cheesecake. Toast to 25 more years with Glory Days Grill's silver anniversary IPA, brewed by Virginia-based brewery Devil's Backbone, and take home a commemorative glass. Celebrate by entering any of their three contests online, Win a trip to Devil's Backbone Brewing Company, free wings, or lots of other great prizes. Enter online at glorydaysgrill.com slash 25th anniversary. The 25th anniversary menu is available through June 20th. Come in for great food, good sports, and family fun. C3 American Exteriors is the area's best and most trusted roof and siding specialists. C3 is also an insurance adjuster's worst nightmare and a homeowner's dream come true. With all of the bad weather, chances are you have some roof and siding damage. Call C3 American Exteriors now to get your roof and siding repairs for the cost of your deductible. Don't let the insurance industry get one over on you. C3 guarantees a 48-hour rapid response. Call 401-9797 or go to c3america.com for a free analysis. Guys, we're almost there. As a lot of people have said, we are at the 10-yard line, but the COVID-19 pandemic is not quite over so we need to continue to be vigilant do the right things including wearing our masks and if we're gonna wear them why wouldn't we wear masks that represent our favorite teams and players home team masks available right now pressboxonline.com slash masks we got a purple and orange state flag neck gator for you as well as the celebrate 8 mvp neck gator and an over the ear faded distress state flag and traditional colors mask they're available pressboxonline.com slash masks let's get this over with wear our masks home team masks baseball is back in full in 2021 and the bat around has got you covered from bell to bell hi i'm paul valley and you can catch me along with my co-host zach goodman every saturday morning from 10 to 12 on the bat around right here at press box sports we'll break down every win every loss and everything in between plus tell you who we take to rake each week as the orioles look to get back in the hunt and bring competitive baseball back to baltimore catch us at pressboxonline.com slash the bat around or at facebook.com slash press box sports that's the bat around every saturday morning from 10 to 12 right here at press box sports it takes time to get rich flavorful coffee beans from the lush mountain regions of colombia and brazil to royal farms but less than a minute to get yourself a delicious hot cup of the finest and freshest coffee in the world because royal farms new swiss made coffee machines grind those rich flavorful coffee beans and brew them one magnificent cup at a time it's why royal farms makes the freshest and best coffee in the world real fresh real fast royal farms 
Redefine your skills, inspire change, and make a difference. The Army offers the new generation of youth the ability to be part of something bigger than themselves, while also improving who they will become individually. Soldiers have the ability to impact the world in many different ways. The Army supports humanitarian missions ranging from the COVID-19 response to natural and man-made disasters. Visit GoArmy.com forward slash Baltimore. This is Nothing but net. All right, back in here on GCR from the Chesapeake Employers Insurance Studio of Pressbox. Chesapeake Employers Insurance is your workers' compensation insurance specialist. Um, uh, two things really quickly. One from Dan. Dan says, Glenn, I appreciate what you're saying about the Manny Machado thing. I still think you're being willing to just ignore the many things. No, I'm not, Dan. I'm, I'll stop you right there. No, I'm not. I did you listen to the con- the segment that we had? I literally brought up the things that I can't defend about Manny Machado. I'll never, ever, ever attempt to defend him throwing a bat. Never. It was insane. And I thought the suspension, as I said on the radio, the suspension should have been longer. Insane. I wasn't. Everybody else was in love with him charging the mound against the Royals. I wasn't. This is not a blanket, I love everything Manny Machado's ever done. It's a blanket, he's a really good baseball player, and I'll call him out for the things that are bush, and I won't call him out for the things that aren't. And this thing where... It wasn't we, even bush light. It wasn't, yeah, you know what, it wasn't. It wasn't even, it wasn't even a, a, a natty light, it was nothing. In fact, actually, it was the opposite. It was it was a good beer. This yeah. was a, a quality uh, a nice a dark ale, beverage. you know. Yeah, right. So something that you want to have three or four of. Well, I guess that's not that's not the way of saying that because a lot of times a really good beer you can't have that many mm-hmm. of them. And this is more like that considering you don't want him to do this all. You know, this is like, this is a rare occurrence. Well, every time he's it's in this situation, beer, I want know? him to do the same I thing. Get it? But you how know? often? You know, the same thing. Well, it's not something that happens a lot. But every time he's there, this is what I want him to do. He you, a good you, beer. you guys, you're the ones that want to make this a black and white conversation. Manny Machado is good. Manny Machado is bad. You're the ones that need to seek help. Seek help. This is the society we live on. Everything's uh, uh, liberal or conservative. Everything's Stop it. Dis- when something's right, it's right. When something's wrong, it's wrong. And what Manny Machado did is the definition of right. I'm, I can support Marco Rubio talking about UFOs on 60 Minutes. Yeah, I don't know anything about that, but if there's somebody that I disagree with politically, but yet they're the ones that are on the right side of a topic, I will absolutely stand up and say they're the ones that are on the right side of a topic. It's that simple. I, I don't, I don't, part of it's, I guess it's easier for me because I'm more of a centrist. I'm not really a, you know, I don't side with anyone. I don't like groupthink. I'm not a fan. It's not because I think I'm so smart. It's because I think it's, you know, part of the problem here. When someone's right, they're right. When someone's wrong, they're wrong. It's that simple. So they're UAPs now, not UFOs. What is UAP? Unidentified aerial phenomenon. At least in the government's files, in the Pentagon. So Cool. Covered that. Cool. I don't. I, I. I don't care. I don't care. Okay, you don't I care don't, until it matters. I yeah, I. I'll care then. Until then, I don't. Maybe care. Maybe you should play a little. I will. I, and I want that to be known. I'll care when it matters. What is this? What is this always been here? Yeah, it's your uh, clutch. Is it? <laughs> should use it more often, frankly. 
All right, uh, uh, here's the deal. So the Loyola lacrosse team is celebrating graduation today, and Charlie Toomey's about to tell you about it because uh, the rest of the school graduates this weekend, but they're unavailable for that. So they have to have a little uh, graduation ceremony of their own. So we taped this. We actually had to tape it yesterday afternoon, and I attempted to say, hey, let's make it seem like we're talking tomorrow, but uh, I was as guilty as he was of referencing the game being last night. Um, it just it we we did our damnedest and then it all fell apart. So yes, we had to do this yesterday afternoon because the team is graduating today and he wants to be a part of that. But we had the opportunity to catch Can up. You imagine what being a part wanted to be a part of that. Yeah, I know. What a terrible yeah. coach prioritizing being there for his players' graduation over uh, chatting with me. Let's uh, let's listen right now. Charlie Toomey here on Glenn Clark Radio. Well, what a weekend it was. Frankly, what a season it's been for our next guest. Is his team. Uh, I think the word is survived on the road against a really tough opponent in the first round of the NCAA tournament, taking out Denver. They now get ready for a trip out to South Bend to face Duke. He is the head coach of Loyola's men's lacrosse team. He is Coach Charlie Toomey, and he's back with us on GCR. Hey, Coach, that was uh, that was something on Sunday night. How are you feeling today? Tired. Yeah. Um, you know, the, uh, the charter flight got us in, uh, Monday morning at 6am. Um, and, uh, you know, obviously you give the, the, the guys a day off. Um, today's always a unique, or this week is always a unique week after a win like that, because our kids will have a special graduation because Loyola graduation is on Saturday hmm. and obviously we'll be traveling. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like a rite of passage for men's lacrosse to have their own ceremony with their family. So we're excited about that um this week but you know just again the emotional roller coaster continues and uh you know it's just been a lot of fun you know spending time with these guys and as coach van said again at the end of the at the end of the win we just we played hard for two hours and earned another 168 together and and that's the way that we look at it and uh you know now it's all all sights forward on uh on duke all right well i'm not gonna let you get away with it that easy you're gonna have to talk to me a little bit more about this one first um, uh, coach, a couple weeks ago, we were getting ready to do the Navy game and, um, and I was told, Hey, uh, Sam's not going to start. And I, we don't know if Sam's even going to play today. We don't even know if he's going to be the backup at this point. And I said, wow. Okay. Um, I, you know, I, I get it. I certainly have learned not to doubt you over the years. Can you take me back to that day? What the thought process was putting him back in at halftime and how things have changed that he's, he's played well, Obviously, this being the the one that'll go down eternally as as a moment no one will ever forget. You know, I, what I would tell you is that um, you know not just Sam, but as a team, we were still finding our way. Um, you know, and 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 you've heard the word trust a lot by our kids, and you know whether or not it's our rope unit, our close defense as a team, and um, you know what what I tried to do was to just jumpstart you know, just jumpstart some energy, jumpstart the defense a little bit. And, you know, and quite honestly, you know, that's a really tight knit group, our goaltending core. Um, And I felt like, you know, there wasn't a lot of separation in practice. So I just wanted to give, you know, Freeman Whitaker, who's been practicing really well, as well as Colton, you know, an opportunity to try and right this ship a little bit. Um, And, uh, you know, that was a tough decision. It's always a tough decision when, when you're talking to your starter, you know, who's been there for five games and, um, you know, saying, hey, this week we're going to go in another direction, but you need to be ready, right? And you need to keep developing. And um, and we did, and we tried it. And, um, you know, there wasn't a lot of change, um, you know, not 
and I'm not talking about saving. I'm talking about the way we were playing defense. Mm-hmm. And um, it just – so we made a decision. You know, we put Sam back in the cage in the second half of a game, uh, and we called back in um, against the Naval Academy, ultimately losing. But um, we felt like he had, he had played well enough to earn that next start back. And uh, to be honest with you, from that second half that he went back in to where we are now um, – you know, he's been lights out for us. And uh, I'd like to say that I had something to do with that, but he, he, he is really locked in, dialed in, pre- preparing, in my opinion, um, you know, for each game, watching video of shooters and tendencies and, you know, really taking another step towards his own development. So I, I couldn't be more excited for him. Well, what was the moment like? Did, did you guys, did, did, you know, did you pull him aside at any point last night? I know it was, you know, in, insanity, obviously, after a win like that, but were you able to share a moment with him, everything you guys have been through? Yeah, you know, uh, a couple moments. Um, you know, obviously in celebration on the field, I just gave him a point and, you know, we walked towards each other and just gave each other a hug and I just said, I'm so proud of you. And, you know, and then after we met with the team in the locker room, I had an opportunity with Sam to walk up along with Aiden um, to do a post-game conference, uh, press conference. And um, we were just chatting and joking around. And I said, man, career day you know, career day for you. And that's just, you know, we needed every one of them, you know, obviously. And he goes, coach, you know, probably w- almost like one of your career days. I said, well, you know, you got a couple more safe to hit my career number. But uh, he goes, I want to see that film. So we, we were, we were joking around. Um, but like I said, I, I just, what he has done is brought a lot of energy to our, to our sideline, to our defense. And uh, it allows those guys to, to go out and play hard and, and know that if they make a mistake, you know, they got a really good chance of being bailed out. And that's exactly what happened last night. Well, no bigger than that 16th save. Charlie Toomey is with us here on GCR. Coach, what jumped out at me about Sunday night was, it, yes, the save everyone will remember forever. But this was, this seemed to be will. This was guts. This was, you know, you, you're, getting, you're getting your butt kicked at the dot. And they're getting possession. They're playing make it, take it. They've got all the momentum and somehow it just seemed like you found enough to throw at them to figure out a way to win a game and, and not maybe all that dissimilar to what you had to do against Army in the semifinals, right? Like that you're playing good teams and you're just trying to find it from somewhere. Where are these guys finding it from in these moments? Well, what I will say is I felt like last night when we got the ball down to the offensive end, um, you know, Coach had our offense really dialed in. We knew what we – what we needed to do in terms of possession time, where we needed to shoot, how we needed to attack. And I really felt like those guys um, just had a plan. We just needed to get them the ball. And what Denver really does an unbelievable job of is attacking in early transition, attacking during the sub game. And we felt like if we could get it to a six on six set, we'd be, we'd be better off. Hmm. Um, hmm. But that's easier said than done because mm-hmm. they were coming from the X, they were coming from the box they're, they will attack you in five-on-six situations. And, uh, and a lot of their goals, you know, just happen to be in those scramble moments. And, um, you know, again, we, we, we battled in that first half at the X. I felt like even though we lost the ball, we, we got the ball back a few times just, just scrapping. And um, in the second half, once they made a decision with TD uh, Erland to, to kind of stay with him, it became a, as you said, a make it take it situation a little bit for them, and um, you know that changed the game. Obviously, the third quarter was theirs, the second quarter was ours. Um, but 
again, we stayed the course. Um, we made a couple big saves, and if we continued to get the ball to the offensive end, I thought they the guys were really dialed in and, and what they needed to do. And they just we never let them tie the game. Um, we kind of kept them, you know, at bay at one goal or two goals until late in the game when they made that late run. How they handled all of this? I mean, like, let's just be honest. Like, this is insane what you guys have been through to to be sitting there at five and five. You know that the world thought you were done. That that this just wasn't going to be a typical Loyola year. To going through everything you went through the weekend previous, like I, I keep using the word how, but I think you understand what I'm saying. How how in the world has all of this not melted these guys? How have you been able to keep these guys up through all of it? Well, you know we've got super seniors, and we've got, and I say that they're our fifth year guys. We've got nine seniors and five super seniors. Yeah. And, um, and th- this is our, f- our first senior class, or I'm sorry, our second senior class to go to the quarterfinals three times in a row. And, uh, and that's special. And so you've got guys that have been here that understand the tradition, understand the expectations, and they are doing a great job in our locker room of trying to keep things together and, and motivating and, um, and, and believing in the process. I think that's the biggest thing is just, you know, it's a strange year for all of us with COVID and what you can and do can and can't do on and off the field. But, you know, I, I really believe that, um, you know, that our seniors have driven this bus and, uh, and really kept this team together and motivated, you know, and obviously you're starting to see, you know, the rewards of that, you know, staying the course and just believing in each other. I know, obviously, uh, Kevin broke the goals record a couple games back, but um, what a time for Aiden to step up yesterday. And I know he's been good. You know, let's let's not kid ourselves. Aiden's been really good. But on a day where you needed all of them, uh, how critical was it for Aiden to be there for you guys on Sunday night? Yeah, no question. I mean, uh, the grit that uh, that he shows and, you know, really the the unselfishness that, you know, he shows and yeah. willing to, you know, come out of the box and not, you know, be a, be just a 60 minute attackman. And that's where, you know, coach Van has put our guys in, in position to be successful a little bit, you know, multidimensional and, um, you know, Aiden has, has embraced that role. And I, I, I really think he's enjoying it, you know, kind of getting some different opportunities from different areas on the field. And, and we're just playing very unselfish. That's the biggest thing. We're moving the ball. It's not dying in one stick. And, mm-hmm. and I think that, um, you know, by doing that, um, it's made us a little more dangerous on the, on that side of the field. Uh, Ryan McNulty continues to just blow me away, man. Like, it just blows me away every time I get to watch him play. Like, this dude, it, it, it's something else about this guy. And obviously how dangerous he is in transition and, and what he's capable of doing. But I was talking to him. And it, you know what really blows my mind, coaches? I'll talk to a pole and the excitement. There's nothing more electric in lacrosse than a pole goal. I mean, it's just the, the coolest play in all of lacrosse. But he says, my favorite thing is getting an assist when I'm in transition. My favorite thing is getting downfield, waiting for them to come to me and me being able to find the open guy. It's just it's such a testament to him and what he's all about. Well, it's a play that will probably go unnoticed yesterday, but uh, somebody threw him a ball, probably a 30-yard bullet in the middle of the field and um, and he goes up and he snags it and it's probably six feet over his head and he used all of his stick to pull that thing down and you know it didn't result in an assist or a goal but it was a big moment in the game yeah and he, he goes up he catches it he gets it moves it to the first you know the right play the first attackman that he sees and he jogs off and we needed him yesterday to defend those those middies we needed him on i'm sorry on on sunday to defend those middies and and i think that uh 
you know, he, he kind of sacrificed a little bit, of, and we did as a program, sacrificed a little of the transition to just stay the course defensively. And But knowing that he's out there and he's matched up with the opponent's best midi, um, you know, kind of, kind of settles me a little bit Shoot. on the sideline. I know it settles our whole team. He is, he is a joy to watch play, man. He is an absolute joy. All right, Coach. Well, it gets easy now, right? That's the way it goes. You get you get through all of this. Now all I got to do is go beat Duke. So nice, nice simple one for you on Sunday. <laughs> uh, you know, I have we have such a tremendous respect for that program. And obviously, I know Coach Danowski really well. Um, yep. And, uh, yep. you know, we're just excited about this opportunity to, to keep playing together and, you know, we don't have to look far. That's one of the teams that, that we played, you know, in 2020. Uh, and so, you know, we can we can open up the file and they're going to open up the file. And, you know, a lot of the faces haven't changed, you know, so um, it's going to be uh, it's going to be a great game. And like I said, we're, we're real excited about the opportunity. Is, is there a level at which, you know, hey, we're not talking about this. This isn't a great story to us or this isn't remarkable what we've done. This is the next step that we take on a path to winning a national championship. Like where do those two things meet for you that this is a remarkable run that you're on and it's incredible what you've been doing versus, no, this is what we expected to be doing. This is where we're supposed to be because our intention is to win a national championship. Well, that's that's exactly what I said in the locker room before we took the field. Is we 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 expected to be here. You know, we have every every right to be here based on, you know, what we've done, and um, and so we just need to prepare and stay the course, and you know, not think about the past. You know, learn from learn from the past, but just embrace this opportunity, and it's all going to be about our preparation of the next next opponent. And as I said a, a week ago, my my my. I guess what makes me so happy is that at the end of the day, whenever it is, we're going to walk off of a field, you know, that it wasn't told that it was shut down. And, you know, we just, we gave ourselves the ability to not walk off yet, you know, and, uh, and that's what I'm, you know, just tickled pink by. I tell you what, man, whenever I start to worry a little bit, whenever I say, man, I don't like the way this goes. Gunkle always looks at me. He says, you know, you know, better, you know, better than to doubt Charlie, you know, better. And my God, do I know better? I know better than to doubt you, my friend. Um, I, it's been awesome. It's been awesome. I, I, I wrote something for press box this week. I said, you allowed me to have some sheer unbridled joy watching sports on Sunday night. And I, you know, as I've gotten older and become a father, I don't do that nearly as much, so I'm grateful. You gave me sheer, unbridled joy watching you guys wow. play in that game. It was it was just fantastic. May there be three more of those. Well, I'll tell you this. Don't just trust me. Trust our staff. Yeah, and, yeah. And it is not Charlie Toomey at all. This is this is a, a top to bottom, and um, I'm just so blessed to have these guys on my side and, 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 and the amount of work that they put in every week. and. You know, it's it's been a fun ride, and luckily it's not over, my friend. Your kids remind me of that all the time, too. By the way, they say you know, we we got we got the best, and we know that. Coach, uh, go get them against Duke on Sunday. Congratulations again. Thank you as always for taking the time for us. Hey, Glenn, great to chat with you. Thank you, Charlie Toomey, Loyola lacrosse coach. What a what a game it was. What a moment it was. All of the deal. Um, nothing else to say. Now they got to go get ready to play Duke on Sunday, and that is not going to be easy. But a trip to the Final Four is at stake. Hour number one from the Chesapeake Employers Insurance Studio is in the books. It was also brought to you by Mobile One. Mobile One, full synthetic motor oil, helps extend engine life. Visit your local Jiffy Lube service center. Ask for Mobile One. When we come back in, we're going to chat with Patrick Dorian. We're going to head down to Bowie, make our weekly visit with the Bay Sox. That's next. It's Glenn Clark Radio.
This is how you get a premium cup of coffee. Better and faster than the drip, drip, drip method. And way better than a large urn of lukewarm coffee made who knows when. At Royal Farms, our new Swiss-made coffee machines grind fresh premium beans on the spot and then brew them one cup at a time for the freshest, most flavorful cup of premium coffee you can buy. This is Royal Farms coffee. It's better because it's the freshest coffee in the world. Real fresh, real fast. Royal Farms. C3 American Exteriors is the area's best and most trusted roof and siding specialists. C3 is also an insurance adjuster's worst nightmare and a homeowner's dream come true. With all of the bad weather, chances are you have some roof and siding damage. Call C3 American Exteriors now to get your roof and siding repairs for the cost of your deductible. Don't let the insurance industry get one over on you. C3 guarantees a 48-hour rapid response. Call 401 or go to c3america.com for a free analysis. Glory Days Grill is celebrating their 25th anniversary this month, featuring their 12-ounce silver anniversary New York strip steak, the smoky thigh wings, a double bacon and cheddar burger, the strip steak sandwich, barbecue chicken bowl, and their silver anniversary turtle cheesecake. Toast to 25 more years with Glory Days Grill's silver anniversary IPA, brewed by Virginia-based brewery Devil's Backbone, and take home a commemorative glass. Celebrate by entering any of their three contests online, win a trip to Devil's Backbone Brewing Company, free wings, or lots of other great prizes. Enter online at glorydaysgrill.com slash 25th anniversary. The 25th anniversary menu is available through June 20th. Come in for great food, good sports, and family fun. For more than 100 years, Chesapeake Employers Insurance has been helping Maryland businesses keep their workers safe. With competitive pricing and an AM Best, A-minus financial strength rating, it's no surprise that Chesapeake Employers is Maryland's largest writer of workers' comp insurance. At the end of every workday, someone's waiting for your safe return. Connect with your agent or visit CEIWC.com. Hi, it's Glenn Clark for Window Nation. When it comes to cost and quality, Window Nation has you covered, saving you thousands more on your windows compared to national brands while providing the same, if not better, quality. Want detail? Window Nation measures each window three times to ensure proper fit, and after they install your new windows, they leave your home cleaner than it was before. Get 50% off every style window, plus put no money down, make no payments, and pay no interest for 24 months. 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. Tell them Glenn Clark sent you Window Nation, the perfect fit. The biggest pro wrestling stars today and all time all have one thing in common. You've heard them on Jobbing Out. Matt and Nick Jackson, the Young Bucks. Thanks for having us, man. Appreciate it. Adam Cole. How are you guys doing today? Matt Riddle. Yeah, man. Thanks, man. The champ, Drew McIntyre. Oh, thank you for having me. The great Ron Simmons. Damn. Keith Lee. Appreciate you guys having me, man. Bill Goldberg. My pleasure. Charlotte. Thank you so much for having me. Mick Foley is with us. This is the greatest name for a wrestling show I've ever heard. MJF. I'm glad you're happy I'm on this show because I'm freaking miserable. Le Champion. Chris Jericho. Le Champion. AJ, Aaron, Brandon, and Glenn are talking pro wrestling every week on Jobbing Out. Find it at pressboxonline.com slash radio, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Tweet us at... 
Glenn Clark Radio, 21st Century Talk Radio at glennclarkradio.com. All right, back in here from the Chesapeake Employers Insurance Studio of Press Box. Today's show also brought to you by your local Toyota dealer and buyatoyota.com. Make the most out of every day in a Toyota RAV4. Available in hybrid or gas-only models. It's time for me to start looking at that hybrid. Got to do that. A RAV4 can get you where you want to go in style. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new RAV4s from your local Toyota dealer today. A couple of things really quickly. Thank you to uh, Kurt. Kurt points out that uh, apparently the governor did sign the Jordan McNair Safe and Fair Play Act. We spent a lot of this year talking about that particular legislation um, I, it's a weird bit uh, in Maryland where there's three different things that can happen. Either the governor, governor can sign it, um, he can just not sign it and simply allow it to go into law anyway, which is it's a very weird bit that I don't know that I'll ever understand fully. Like it's it's done for aesthetic reasons and nothing else. Like I don't want to say that I approved it, but I also don't want to get in the way of it anyway. Like the the same thing happens no matter what. It's just very strange. Or he could veto it, um, but you know, 60% of the legislature says, yeah, we, we're going to make it a law anyway, then it becomes a law anyway. And obviously the Jordan McNair Safe and Fair Play Act passed by such an overwhelming vote that there was no concern about whether or not it was going to become a law. But it still seems like the right thing to do for the governor to put a stamp approval on it. The question becomes now, time-wise, does the NCAA act before it would matter on the NIL side of things in the state of Maryland. The, the safety issue is still quite relevant for that part of the bill, but there there has been reporting in the last couple of weeks the NCAA is finally deciding to get off their ass as laws go into play in certain states. Unfathomable. Oh, I'm still not convinced. There's a lot of people that are acting like it's it's a done deal. I am not convinced of that in any way. I still think they could end up dragging their feet somehow in this process. But, for example, the even the Jordan McNair Safe and Fair Play Act, as we learned, wasn't going to immediately, like it's not now that the governor signed it, immediately college athletes in Maryland can start profiting off of their name, image, and likeness. I think it was still going to be one or two years before that part of the bill would go into place to allow the school's time to, to sort of have a, on-ramp to be prepared for how it's all going to work. There is another, in I think I want to say in Georgia, there was a law signed where, um, I mean, what's bat s insane, the law that was signed allow if, if you're an at, you can try to profit off your name, image, and likeness, but the team gets to pool the money and spread it out among all the players. Which, to me, seems like the number one thing that I would use in recruiting against the University of Georgia or Georgia Tech or Georgia State or Georgia Southern or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever other school, Mercer in Georgia, would be rights. So, for example, the law is going to, in, into effect in Florida, and if you're Dan Mullen and you're competing against Kirby Smart for a recruit, wouldn't you immediately say, hi, you can profit here and keep your money. Really simple. I mean, it only seems to be another example of Georgia like oh, choosing to shoot themselves in the foot because they just really enjoy the pain of shooting themselves in the foot. Well, at least they have the all. Yeah, they got that going for them, which is nice. So that's a good thing. Um, I think the word was that he was also going to sign the bill that will uh, make it so that we will keep um, 
to-go cocktails at restaurants moving forward outside the pandemic. I think that's a oh really. I'm a big fan of that one. That, we can that just one. like just drink it wherever, like New Orleans. I don't think it's going to be quite like that. I think it's going to be a. It's got to be sealed. Well, what are we, where do we? How do we get that going? I believe that during the pandemic, if you purchased a cocktail to go, you had to. It had to be sealed. What if there's a straw in it? I don't think that's an option. I don't think that's allowed. I don't think that's something that you're allowed to do. I I I mean, I'm, I have not read the law. You mean to tell me I broke the law this morning? I mean, <laughs> no different than any other day. Uh, also, apparently, officially, Maryland by Maryland will go away as the uh, state song. I do not know. What are going to do about Rick? Uh, well, he had a different song prepared. He was ready to go. He's going to have to learn a new one whenever they pick a new one. I mean, obviously, the, the, like the, learn a new the, one. the choices are very simple. I think Electric Worry by Clutch would be a great option. Electric Slide we by want, No, that's, that's unrelated to Maryland. has no connection to Maryland whatsoever. And as you'll remember... We fueled ourselves to a curling championship by way of listening to nothing but Electric Worry by Clutch for an hour in the car on the way to Easton, where we were going to compete in curling. I was drinking. I, I was distracted. I made a joke playlist. I said, "This is these are all the greatest pump-up songs I know, and it was just Electric Worry by Clutch 20 times. And I made it as a joke, and then we left my buddy Matt in charge of the music on the way down. And he just started playing the playlist that was nothing but Electric Worry by Clutch. And somehow none of us noticed for like 40 minutes. that. And I said to him, like, did you just play Electric Worry on repeat for 40 minutes? And he was like, yeah. <laughs> Telling me you wouldn't get chills if they, like, we, we uh, here's the choir ahead of Preakness. Bang, 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 bang. Bang, bang. bang. That's, a different, that's a different song again. You just keep, I, I, I know you're trying to do shtick here. But my shtick's better. My shtick would be better this time. I do like that song. It's though. a good song. It's a jam. I dated a girl for a little while, and that was our song, and I don't know why, because it's not a, there's nothing not really romantic, romantic about yeah. it. It's, it's not getting electrocuted by an girl. eel, you know? It's a great song, man. It's Is it a about great that? tune. Get electrocuted I, by an eel? No, it's, no, it's about, it's, uh, about it's about relationship and, yeah. um, and how a relationship can feel electric. And that was, we were, we were comparing the sparks that we had. Uh. And that was the feel that we I mean, had. It was, that it was, was a great song. That was the bit that we did. It was a great tune. I enjoyed it a great deal. All right. Uh, also had to do this was a little bit. Passion Pit? Or was it, MGMT? Uh, it was MGMT. MGMT. Okay. For Passion Pit did the other one. They did. Uh, Passion Pit had a few that kids? were bangers. No, what Kids. What was it called? No. Kids was. That one. That one. Uh, hey, John Colson's <laughs> here, the most worshipful grandmaster. What are you doing here? I haven't seen you in a while. It's been years. You've been, you, you, you run off somewhere? Did you have a, a trip or something? I don't know. I honest to God don't know. I don't you know. know you know we're not really doing the ma- the mask thing anymore. Are you vaccinated? We do. We is it still a, vil- a building policy? I think it's sort of just like a respect thing. You don't want to be the one that's getting like doing it wrong. Uh, today's you know? my day, by the way. I'm officially two weeks. So oh, look at you. I'm good. As two weeks of the you were two weeks ago. We look at us. Look at who, who would have thought? We're all clear. Who would have thought? Anything you want to tell us? Anything you want to share? Anything coming up? Anything noteworthy? Ah, nailed it. <laughs> nailed it. Apparently didn't listen to the mom's spaghetti song. Yep. Uh, that, okay. They sign up. For, where do they go to sign up for the email list, John? Press just, just press. Is, but you have to click on something? Yeah, you get a press box online.com and you click on the thing that says sign up for the email list. Right. And that's important. Because and it's right there. Because sports gambling is coming. Yeah. By the way, the governor is not being as helpful about that one. He, he went ahead and signed the Jordan McNair bill. He signed uh, some of these other ones. He didn't immediately sign 
the bill that's going to govern how sports gambling is going to be handled. Now, again, won't be a problem. Either it'll just pass sure. without his signature because that's the way that it works in this state is he doesn't have to sign a bill for it to become a law or Correct. they'll go back and they'll they'll override his veto. I don't think he's going to veto it. I, I think he's either going to end up signing it or he's just going to allow it to mm-hmm. pass into law without him signing it. But I don't I sometimes I don't get these bits. Sometimes I just this is why I don't care for politics. Like what usually it makes so much sense. What are, we're already a little behind on this one. Maybe we move the process along and go ahead and get the old John Hancock on the bill. Well, the good news, you know, if if you go to the website now, um, we have all kinds of information about sports gambling in the states around us. Oh, and how to get to the very, you know, how to to do it if you were to. Yeah, but I want to do it here. Well, I get that. I do too, but we can't. I'm already doing it here. Well, is that (laughs) Uh, we can't? Oh, I tried to place a bet on the Caps game last night and I couldn't mm, get I'm to it. I'm glad I didn't do that because no, Jeremy, wait a Jeremy I, told me he liked the Caps. I couldn't last get night. to it in time mm. and I'm really glad. Yeah, it sounds like it was a good <laughs> yeah, thing. It worked yeah. out for you. Glad I didn't I didn't even check to see how the other game that I bet. I bet a lot on a game last night. Yeah, you bet. Yeah. yeah. I put 150 on one game and, Jeremy told me to. I'm about to find out. What was the team? I, it was the you Indians Angels game. I don't remember. I think I bet well, on the Angels. Angels lost. Hey, it was a big winner! Oh, okay. Hey! Big winner! That go. was a five hundred dollar win last night. Ooh boy! Really? I must have hit both of them. I must have hit the parlay too. I must. I also bet a parlay. I think Jeremy went two for two for me last night. That's very. He good. did indeed. <laughs> Thank I, you, Jeremy. If I were you, I'd be going to pressboxonline.com and taking a look at Jeremy Khan's plays of the day. So very shortly, we will basically have like a gambling guide up there, which will allow people to look at all the different Love kinds it. of um, opportunities that the various gambling companies. Give us, you know, they give you bonuses promotions for signing up, promotions, yeah. things like that. By the way, I think we're going to make the executive decision to move Patrick Dorian back to the end of the hour. We're going to chat with him then. If that's all right, do you think uh, we can check in with him? Well, thanks for the heads up. I yeah, was. I think we can. I think we can do fine. that. I think we can do I'll that. Live. I mean, we're just going to run out of time, and they're calling quit, us and the, whole, the whole thing. You quit? Wow, this is what it took, man. Great news! Who I knew? got great Who news. Knew? That's all we needed to do was move one. Do guess. I have to produce tomorrow? Oh, I've got bad news. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you did half of it when we were out at uh, Looney's. <laughs> you did half of it that day. All right, so go to pressboxonline.com. Sign up for the email list, and you're going to be getting that type of information. Well, yeah, in very short order, we're going to start including sports gambling information as soon as it's available from the state. So you'll be able to sort of be up to date on things like the governor not signing the bill, or when the governor does, and when the Maryland I'm, state lottery. By the way, I'm, I don't want to be over dramatic about that. It's the, the, no, I know what you mean. One, we know that it's coming in you some form or fashion. More, uh, this is just the bill that defines how it comes to the state of Maryland. Correct. And there is no reason to think it's not going to become law. This is just me saying. Why isn't Larry Hogan I, endorsing this? With, more with so? all, it's not, I don't care if he endorses it or not. It's the. I don't think we need to fall any more time behind. So how much? We, I think we should have been. How quicker would it be moving few, if he were to sign it now? It would start it, moving it, it, immediately. It's not, it's not a massive yeah, difference. It's going to be a difference. At this in, point. It's it's more cosmetic at this point, which is to say. We are we are behind on this. Sure. Whether I agree with it or not, whether I got what I wanted in this in this bill, which I'm going to guess, considering who's in charge and you know the side that he's on and the side that the people in charge and they're not always getting what he wants in all these bills. But the point is, at the end of the day, we need sports betting in the state of Maryland because it's going to help all of us make money. Right now, right now, it looks like. August or September is, yes. is is what the smart money yes. uh, is is uh, is saying for 
starting sports games. Does anything happen sports around then? Nah, not really. Not particular. It's 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 mostly um, it's mostly preseason for college. Yeah, end of baseball yeah. season. Football, <laughs> end of baseball season. Right. Yeah. Correct. Like yeah, the PLL will be going right around. PLL. Then. PLL. So I think, uh, I think PLL. that's like the yeah. PLL uh, championship is right around that. Well, I think they bumped the season back because of the pandemic. I think they're starting oh, okay. they're starting the season a little bit later than they did okay. before. So. And they've now absorbed the MLL. MLL. So yeah, they're the ones. So it's they're the, the PM. PML? No, it's just the PLL M- still. PLL? I mean, like, it, they were very kind in how they said that went down. National like, Public Lacrosse. Like, they were like, oh, we merged. No, yeah. no they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> no, they didn't. <laughs> One disappeared. A league yeah. went away, and they, like, agreed that they would make it seem as though it was more of a merger than it was by saying... Well, we'll take one of your team names and we'll have a team name the same thing. And in all our your good league. players that are left. Correct. We'll take whatever players. Which we didn't left. take two Correct. years ago. Correct. So that's um, the way that worked. So anyway, that that's yeah, I'm excited. The about email it. list is the important the part. The email list. Gambling. If you sign up for the email list, you'll actually get extra bonuses Ooh. when you sign up because Pressbox is going to be providing Ooh. a, a Ooh. bonus Ooh. for certain signups. Ooh. Yeah, Ooh. exactly. I might be, yeah. I might be making list. a shift from where yeah. I've been doing my wagering yeah. Yeah. to somewhere else. Exa- well, well like, I would think you would ultimately do it with somebody that's centered here. So yes, so yes, that's so the transactions. By the way, a more seamless. I, I, a big thank you to Jeremy who I think just paid for me to go down and see my buddy AJ make his uh, WWE in-ring debut. I think oh, cool. that's I think that's what he just did there. I have. I'm, Where's I'm, that taking place? Well, they're doing everything in Orlando still for a little while. Mm-hmm. So he just made his. Like, he didn't have a match yet. In he just made his TV debut um, last week, and so his big TV, like where he got on the mic, yeah. and, and like he got the. So now the question becomes whether he's going to have a match at their next pay per view, and if that's the case, then I will be getting on a flight and traveling down to Orlando to go see him make his in ring debut. With that would WWE. be very cool. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I don't think I'm gonna make a big trip out of it because I got a few other trips coming up this summer. But I'd like to. I like to get down and support him. We talked about it. Well, I recommend sports gambling as a way to pay for all of that I'm because <laughs> because it is almost big fan. it is almost flawless in its execution. You can I mean, there's no end to the amount of money you can make. Yeah, no, you're right about that. It's a great way to go. Oh boy, it's uh, not always been kind to me I over the years. Everyone do it. Yeah, oh, no, I'm in favor of that. I'm in favor of more gambling, and I'm in favor of listening to Jeremy Khan because so far been good for me been very good okay boys. all right pal appreciate thank it thank you sure. very much i actually might the right thing to do would probably be to donate some of this to the uh the mogaba uh, uh i might buy a ticket does not belong it doesn't there. go yeah. there it does not go it's a good there. thought <laughs> john, john i i don't want to uh, you know there's a joke i want to make there and mm-hmm. you know it's how he ended up with two kids it's true that you don't use it you lose it you lose yeah, it right it's 100% factual. Yeah, I hit both. I hit the uh, Angels minus one and a half. And I hit the parlay that we had was uh, Angels one and a half and the Cubs one and a half. Got both of those last night. Might so. even start Venmoing you some money on Mondays, you know? Yeah, well, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure. How, how are you going to know how much you actually made versus how much I gave you? How are you going to be aware I'll of I'll research that? the lines. <laughs> Will you, though? Yeah. I have no idea how much I made. All I knew is I bet 200 bucks. I had no idea well, how much I would have made. What you have the difference is. Yeah, something like yeah. that. That's what I did there. It's a percentage thing. If I give because you, you know 50, gonna, you know what's going to happen. If I give you 50, now that I'm, you put now in that I'm doing course, well, of course, of course, you're course, going to be the cooler. That's if, the way If, if I give you 50 and you put in 200, I get a fifth of the winnings. Of the winnings. Yeah. Wouldn't I think be it would be works? a quarter, actually. 50 is a quarter. Of but if you put 200. in 200. Oh, I put an I'm additional saying, yeah. 200. Got it. I get what you're saying. Is that not 
Yes. Are you entertained? Uh, something like that. Yeah, <laughs> something like that is. Is how this it not works. why you were here? Wow, wow. Oh man. Now this is the problem with me. Is now I'm I'm hot, and so now I'm getting the bug. Like I need to bet something again tonight. Like I need you to call him and stick say, on the Mondays. Hey, yeah, I think it's so far it's been working for me. Just betting two things that Jeremy tells me to bet on Mondays has gone very well for me. All right. Um, uh, so yeah, we'll take a break, and then we'll come back and we'll talk, chat with Larry Heinlein, the softball coach at Morgan State. They're making their NCAA tournament debut, and before the end of the hour, we'll chat with uh, Patrick Dorian from the Bowie Bay Sox. Today's show. Oh, you know what? Uh, today's show is brought to you by C3 American Exteriors, and it's a good time for me to remind you that last night, if you missed it, Stan the Fan and Ross Grimsley had a great show, as they always do every Monday. Stan and Ross talk baseball at PressBoxOnline.com. Or, sorry, no, that's not where it is. That's where you find it the next day. They talk baseball at Facebook.com slash PressBoxSports. And if you miss it, you can go to that same location, click on the Videos tab, and find it there. Or you can go to PressBoxOnline.com. Last night, they just so happened to have Baltimore baseball icon Boog Pal as part of the program. So you can check it out again, Facebook.com slash PressBoxSports. Click on the Videos tab or... Go to PressBoxOnline.com and find it there. Stan, Ross, and Boog Pal. Go check that out. All of Stan's shows are brought to you by C3 American Exteriors. C3 American Exteriors says, don't let the insurance industry get one over on you. Give them a call to get roof and siding repairs for just the cost of your home insurance deductible. 410-401-9797 or C3America.com for a free analysis. Larry Heinlein's the softball coach at Morgan State. They're going to the NCAA tournament for the first time in school history. We'll talk to him next. It's Glenn Clark Radio. The annual MIAA Lacrosse Championships are coming live to Anne Arundel County for the first time ever. The MIAA Lacrosse Championships feature some of the nation's top lacrosse programs as well as the future stars of the game. Join us Tuesday, May 18th and Friday, May 21st at the Navy Marine Corps Memorial Stadium in Annapolis, Maryland. Tickets are on sale now. To learn more, go to MIAAChampionships.com. Hey, this is Chris Rowland from Great Ace Memorabilia. And June 27th from 12 to 4, we want to invite you out to the first ever Tucker Fest for the Brigands Brigade Foundation. Come meet Justin Tucker. Listen to a free live concert from Joey Harkham and Dave Teeth. Jeremy Kahn will be in the Express Exterior Design Dunk Booth. We'll have food trucks from Jimmy's Famous Seafood, vendors, and a huge cornhole tournament. This is a free family fun event on Sunday, June 27th from 12 to 4 p.m. at Jerry's Toyota on Bel Air Road. For more information, go to GreatEightsMemorabilia.com. That's Great Eights with the number eight letter S. And remember, Great Eights Memorabilia, be great. For more than 100 years, Chesapeake Employers Insurance has been helping Maryland businesses keep their workers safe with competitive pricing and an AM Best A- financial strength rating. It's no surprise that Chesapeake Employers is Maryland's largest writer of workers' comp insurance. At the end of every workday, someone's waiting for your safe return. Connect with your agent or visit CEIWC.com. Redefine your skills, inspire change, and make a difference. The Army offers the new generation of youth the ability to be part of something bigger than themselves, while also improving who they will become individually. Soldiers have the ability to impact the world in many different ways. The Army supports humanitarian missions ranging from the COVID-19 response to natural and man-made disasters. Visit GoArmy.com forward slash Baltimore. The Toyota Tacoma comes in a 
wide range of models and trim lines. You can choose the perfect Toyota to reflect your unique personality and driving habits. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new Tacomas from your local Toyota dealer today. The journey begins on remote mountain farms and plantations in the lush tropical regions of countries like Colombia and Brazil, where the best coffee beans are grown. The beans are harvested by hand, carefully sorted, bagged, shipped, and finally roasted. And the journey ends as your cup of rich, flavorful Royal Farms coffee, the freshest and best coffee in the world. Real fresh, real fast. Royal Farms. Hi, it's Glenn Clark for Window Nation. When it comes to cost and quality, Window Nation has you covered, saving you thousands more on your windows compared to national brands while providing the same, if not better, quality. Want detail? Window Nation measures each window three times to ensure proper fit. And after they install your new windows, they leave your home cleaner than it was before. Get 50% off every style window plus put no money down make no payments and pay no interest for 24 months 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com tell them glenn clark sent you window nation the perfect fit the latest edition of press box is available now on the cover luke jackson profiles top orioles pitcher john means and the role new pitching coach chris holt is taken with means and the entire organization inside matt kremnitzer reflects on nick markakis's career, and Bo Smolka looks at what to expect from the Ravens 2020 draft class in their second season. Press Box is available for free at over 500 area locations, including 60 Royal Farm stores. And you can always find the entire edition, as well as the best daily coverage of the Orioles, Ravens, and Terps at PressBoxOnline.com. URL. You are listening to Glenn Clark Radio Radio.com. All right, back in here on GCR from the Chesapeake Employers Insurance Studio of Press Box. Today's show also brought to you by Mobile One. Mobile One, full synthetic motor oil, helps extend engine life. Visit your local Jiffy Lube service center. Ask for Mobile One. Joining us now, this man just led Morgan State to their first ever MEAC softball championship, and they are headed to the NCAA tournament for the first time in program history. It's a pleasure for us to welcome Coach Larry Heinlein to GCR. Coach, it's uh, Glenn, it's Kyle. It's great to chat with you. Congratulations. Thank you for taking a couple of minutes for us this morning. Nah, guys, thanks a lot. I appreciate the opportunity to, to talk to you guys. Well, I, I am. This is what's cool about this is this gets to be a really genuine interview because I don't know that much about the Morgan State softball program and, and how this all happened, Coach. Like, in, in doing a little bit of research, it it didn't seem as though, like, this was necessarily something that everybody knew was coming. How did this happen this season, that it all came together for you and for this program to make this breakthrough? Well, um, you know, we, we've been uh, building our program for the last few years. And, you know, last year, of course, we, we didn't have a chance to compete, as did no one else. Uh, but we just we, – we, we were able to uh, have our, our senior pitcher come back. The NCAA uh, gave everyone an additional year. She came back, and she wanted to win a championship. And so did our catcher, um, uh, Haley Bobo. She came back. And she had a couple girls that were, like, really not just – in it to, to play, but they were highly motivated because they were, they were investing an extra year and they went to graduate school at Morgan state. And so they were all in and, 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 you know, in sports, if you've got people who are all in uh, it's, it, you know, they, they don't just, they just didn't like the game. They, 
they lived it. And so yeah. we had that we had that push from people who were um, extremely motivated and um, led the team. And and uh, I, I think it's it, it was a you know it was a tough it was a tough beginning because we we were uh, in isolation and quarantine for the first four weeks of the season. So everybody else was out there playing and we're like in our dorm rooms hmm. and apartments can't move. Hmm. And, and, and me and the rest of the coaching staff were delivering meals and it was good. We were happy to do it. I mean, we, you know, we, we, we did our thing, but so we started off with, but I think that, uh, you know, the, the, the drive that these, these young ladies had, to try to prove something was was really meaningful and, and got us where we were. Did you did you sense that? Did you sense that you know when you when you all were able to start playing and get every all the girls together? Did you sense that you had the team that could b- finally be the one for you, or did you still think maybe like, hey, we might be better, but I, I don't know if we're ready to be champions just yet? It's... I you know it's every game is so uh, you always think you can win. I mean, uh, I mean we had like the preseason voting right. Um, we were fit, voted to finish third. Uh, I voted. I think we got one first place vote, and it was mine. <laughs> you know, so, I, <laughs> I'm, so I had confidence that we could win it, um, and I thought we had the players that could do it. Um, I've had a couple of good teams in the past here at Morgan, and and had a chance, but this one, um, this one just was more team oriented. It was, it was it, not team oriented. I mean, different people at different times stepped up. You know, one it wasn't like we had one dominant player who carried us here and there. We had one girl would do something one game, another do it the next, and you know, a combination of a couple of them. And you know, we, we won games all kind of different ways. And, you know, and in and, and the um, in the championship round, uh, we had in the first game the other team had bases loaded, nobody out, and we got out of it. And then the second game they had bases loaded, nobody out, and we got out of it. And those were one they were one run games, and it was like we we made. We made the plays, and we had the kids that could make the plays, and they were motivated to do it. And 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 what we did in practice paid off in the game. So, anyway, I don't know if that answers your question. Oh, but I mean, that's, it's, that's, it, it. It all came together, right? It all came together yeah, in the end to make it work. Yeah. Coach Larry Heinlein yeah. from Morgan State is with us. They are headed to the NCAA tournament. All they got to do is go face Oklahoma now. So nice, simple, and, and that's, easy. That's yeah. all. I mean, yeah. That's right. Well, okay. So let's 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 go there. I mean, I I imagine you you probably knew like it's. It wasn't going to be easy for you. I imagine that you were kind of prepared for that, and there's got to be something exciting about it for these girls, right? Like you get to go face this power program and try to go prove yourself against the best in the country. Yeah, not not only are they a power program, they're they're the the elite of the elite. Yep. You can look at the other fifteen teams, and you know who are number one seeds, and and Oklahoma is the elite of that group. Yep. And and um, by far. I mean, if you look at the, the, some of the scores they won by this year, it's uh, it's it's pretty amazing and, and 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 so forth. But so hey, I mean, I I'm an old softball guy. I, I I've been around, and and one of the things I preach, you know, they hit the ball, they run, they catch, they throw, and that's what we do. And, and if we just do the routine things and play smart, you know, you, you, you know, I'm not predicting a win or anything like that, but you stay in the game. Sure. I, I watch I watch good teams when they play teams that that, that are, are intimidated by them, the teams that are intimidated end up making the mistakes. You know, not, not you know, the Oklahoma just doesn't thrash them all the time. The other teams fold, make mistakes, get nervous. If we can avoid that kind of stuff, you know, we can give them a good game. And, and so that's, that's, that's what I've been preaching, you know, since we won our thing and since we found out that, hey, just do it, just do the stuff we practice and, and we'll see what happens because they, they have to execute as well. Coach, who pitches on Friday? 
Um, I believe we're going to pitch Stephanie Runlet. She deserves it. Uh, she was the most uh, outstanding performer in our um, in our, our conference championship. Uh, she's gutty. She's uh, we have other pitchers that are that are very good as well. Yep. But I think she's she's earned it, uh, deserves it, and uh, I think she can give him a good way. She pitched a very good game against Clemson last year, and we had a had a chance to win that game. We okay. were in the game, and, and so she has pitched against top tier teams and and done well. So we'll see. We'll see what she can do with uh, Oklahoma and, and, and that 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 group. <laughs> Coach, I was looking at your roster, and something that jumped out at me is that like there are a couple of local players on the roster, but it's not really a local. I mean, it, this is these are players not only from all over the country, but all over the world. How have you been able to recruit nationally to get girls to sign up to come to Baltimore to come to Morgan State to play softball? Wow, that's um, no, no. I, I, I understand the question. I was saying, wow. I'm trying to think. Each, each, each one's a different, a different story. Um, you know, like a lot of the big programs, they have connections. Right. They'll have, um, they'll have a coach, a, a feeder team, like the uh, the, the Batbusters out in California. You know, the Oklahoma's, they don't have to recruit. They, they, they have their feeders, and, and not knocking it, I'm just, it's just the way it works. Mm-hmm. But, we, but we have to get, you know, we have to, we'll get the, the email, you know, from, from the girl, or, or a recruiter sends me a, um, a note, or um, we'll, go, we'll go looking around and see somebody, you know, on, on YouTube or something and go, okay, I'll give her a call. It's a lot more work. Um, but we, we, we have our, you know, geographically, we don't limit ourselves. And so we, we, we call them up and, um, and, and the first part of the call is pretty much who is Morgan State. Right. right. <laughs> like, I, I'm, I'm going to, I, you're calling for Morgan. Okay. Now what is that exactly? What is, no, no, no. That's, right. This, this is like, this is like a, a replay of those, all those calls. So, you know, you, you got to get them interested, you know, interested in knowing who we are and, um, you know, one of the selling points, which I hadn't lived up to till, till like a couple of days ago, was, hey, you know, we come here, you go have a chance to play in the NCAA tournament. Hmm. If you go to XYZ school, they got, they've got 10 teams in their, their, their conference, and, and, you know, you may never see the NCAA tournament. And so I would use that and, and sincerely use it, but, you know, uh, it, now I can say, it with, listen, we, we, we did it. <laughs> we actually did it. And so, you know, I use that as a carrot. I use the you know the, the the Morgan State, uh, um, you know where we are, state school. It's a good school. We've got a, several really good programs, so we work we work that part of it as well. Um, so yeah, we're out there we're out there beating the bushes. It's, that's the best way to put it. We're, we're, we're if a if a kid calls if a kid calls Larry Heinlein, Larry Heinlein calls him back. <laughs> I mean, um, that's you, you got to do it in order to get players, right? <laughs> right. If you if you try to call. You know, coach X Y Z of the Power Five team. Right. Uh, good luck. But call me. I call you back. I, I and I and I appreciate that. I appreciate that, Coach Larry Heinlein. Another couple minutes with him here as Morgan's getting ready for their first ever NCAA softball tournament appearance. Coach, I, I did jump out at me. One of the local players seems to be pretty significant for your team. Tell me a little bit about Michaela Bernard. Wow, she was a she's a find. I mean, she uh, same thing. It's one of these you know strange. Not strange stories, but here's a kid who's a good player in high school. Really didn't have her head, you know mindset on playing in college. I think she had a concussion or two playing softball, and and then somewhere at the end of her junior year, beginning of her senior year, she said, "I wanted to play Division One softball." So I get an email from her. I'm able to watch her, you know, watch her play, 
and I liked what I saw. I got some references on her, and I said, you know what, this kid's got this kid's got some potential. And um, she came in, and um, she's done extremely well for us. We were lucky to have her. She was Howard County Player of the Year, you know, her, her senior year, and so she was like the diamond in the rough that that we live in or we, we live for. You know, get a kid nobody knows. And who wants who wants a shot, and that's that's sort of our you know that's really mantra cool. here. That's yeah, really yeah. That's that's how we got her. She was she she was out of options more or less. She said, "Hey, I'm going to give this guy a call," and like I said, I call him back. Well, look look, look how that worked out for you. Look how yeah, that yeah. worked out for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. And and coach, stay on the local front. I mean, you're you're. I know before Morgan, you were a cop, but you're you're a local guy, right? Like like you've been around before. Maryland, yeah. Oh yeah, I went to you know I lived in grew up in East Baltimore. I played baseball. At, Archbishop Curley High School was a good baseball program. I I uh, went to UMBC and played baseball there, and you know, and I played in Patterson Park softball, you know, men's fast pitch. So, now I, I love Baltimore, and I don't I don't want to go anywhere else. That's and, awesome. Um, yeah, no, it's great. What What does this mean to you, Coach? Just you know, everything that that you've uh, been through over the years, grinding away as a softball coach. I mean, obviously, this is the most significant moment. What does it mean to you? Not just to to get there, but to do it at home. Well, it, 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 you know, it's, 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 you put all these years and all these hours and phone calls and, and practices and preaching and, and you work on it and then you finally get it and you go, it feels really, really, really good. And, and it, it makes all those things I did earlier, you know, all the hard work worth it. And, you know, maybe it's, you know, you know, 15 minutes of, I don't want to say fame, but of great intensity, but it's, it's all worth it. And, and, um, and being at, at Morgan State, which is, uh, I mean, I remember going over Morgan State as a ten-year-old watching a football game. Yeah. And um, and it was, it's like to do it for, you know, to, to be with a hometown school, a great school, people, it's like the jewel of Baltimore. I mean, people they they got to know Morgan State, and to do it for them, the athletic department is fine. I'm just so excited, and, and this may sound trying to be too humble, but I'm so excited for all the the, the athletic department and and our president of Morgan State. They they are behind this team so much, and it's so unbelievably collegial. You know, it's like it's I'm I'm blown away by it all. That's that's, cool. that's the most important part. That's that really cool. That, yeah, no, it's it's phenomenal, and, and all the people over there, Dr. Scott, athletic director, we're all just like all riding this together, and it's and that's that's the joy of all this. It's it's it's, it's not about me. It's it's about everybody and that's real important to me well i tell you what my my grandmother was a professor at morgan for well over a decade and wow. and and if she was with us she would be uh, elated for you all so so i know wow. i'm confident that i can pass along what this what this means to her would have meant to her if she was still right. here and i can tell you it's an awesome thing. It's an awesome thing what you guys have accomplished. So now we just need you to go down to Oklahoma and get the job, or go down and get the job done in Oklahoma, right? Like just that's all. The next thing is let's let's create a story that we'll talk about eternally, right, Coach? Let's exactly, yeah. Like, let's do something big. I mean, and 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 represent Baltimore well and Morgan State well, and uh, you know that's that's what we're trying to do. And it's uh, you know I appreciate the 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 uh, the interest from you know, folks like yourself and ourselves rather and, and and it's it's really been great for for morgan state and the girls that, that are playing for us that's awesome friday night 8 30 you'll be able to watch the game on espn 3 down in norman oklahoma as morgan makes their first ever appearance 
in the NCAA softball coach, coach or NCAA softball tournament, of course. I talk for a living, believe it or not. Coach, <laughs> Co- coach Larry Heinlein, congratulations, uh, awesome that, accomplishment, and and may we be talking to you about one of the greatest wins in softball history the next time we chat. All right. Oh, yeah. Okay, you'll have to hunt me down because I don't know where I'll end up. Hey, I understand that. (laughs) Coach, appreciate taking a couple of minutes for us this morning. All right. Thank thank you so much. Coach Larry Heinlein from Morgan State. Great story. Really neat uh, a story about uh, a program that has uh, been built up and a a Baltimore guy who uh, has been grinding away in uh, this sport for a long time and uh, breaking through and achieving something very significant in winning the MEAC and leading his program to the NCAA tournament. Today's show also brought to you by Window Nation. Glenn Clark here for Window Nation. They got a deal. It's so unbelievable. I mean, it's just absolutely ridiculous. This deal that they've got for you at Window Nation right now, 50% off all styles of windows. Every single style, every window, 50% off. Plus, no money down, no payments, no interest at all for 24 months. Two whole years. You don't have to think about it. It's not going you know, to get you on the back end. There's no catch. It's get your windows. You're going to not pay a thing for two years because we know it's been a tough year and people are in different places financially. And then... When you do pay, you're paying half of what you would have paid. I don't understand it. It makes no damn sense to me. I could not be the CFO of Window Nation because I would never be okay with this, but it's what they're doing. If I were you, I would call them. Right, you know, you can go either way. You can call them right now at 866-90NATION or you can go to windownation.com. But when you do, please tell them Glenn Clark sent you. Helps us, makes us look good. Window Nation is the perfect fit, and they are offering you the perfect deal. Um, if you want, we can do Tidbit and Tubular before we sure. talk to Patrick Dorian. I'm Follow fine me. with that. I'm fine with that. Um, Tidbit is brought to you today by KNS Automotive right here in Hamden. For over 40 years, KNS Automotive has been restoring, repairing, maintaining foreign and domestic vehicles with a focus on exceptional workmanship, quality customer service, everything from something as simple as an oil change to major body work. They've got you covered at KNS. Give them a call, 410-235-6660, or go to knsimports.com, K-N-S Automotive, knsimports.com. Tidbit of the day, of course, Glenn. We talked oh, ad appara- nauseum. Apparently, uh, there has been a decision made. Go- uh, the governor is going to sign okay. the sports betting bill today as well. Okay. I don't know why it wasn't on the original list. Don't makes no sense, but thank you. Thank you, Governor. Thank well, you for getting that taken care of. It will be signed today at 2 o'clock. As we all know, we talked and to Thank Ad- you for pointing it out, uh, John, uh, Brian. Any more? Nah. Oh, I did. somebody wanted me to talk. Uh, go ahead, and then I'll talk about the other okay. thing. Go ahead. You're going to interrupt me again? Is that the plan? So I was <laughs> sent the rating. NBC put out their top metered markets for the Preakness <laughs> and for the hockey game that followed mm-hmm. it, which happened to be the Capitals and the Bruins. And the handful of Capitals fans that are in Baltimore are trying to make it a big deal because the rate if you just look at the the hockey game, top rated markets for Bruins Capitals game one. By the way, DC just the sixth highest rated market for Bruins Capitals game one. I and that was a game that was only on NBC. It wasn't also on NBC Sports Washington. Boston, as you would expect, top rated market okay. for Bruins Capitals game one, nine point two. 
Second highest rated, essentially Boston extended. It's Providence. It's 8.9. Makes all the sense in the world. Third highest rated market is Fort Myers. Fort Minor, I believe. Fort Myers. No. Fort Minor, uh, 10% uh, luck. Uh, 20% will, 15%. 15% concentrated power. Oh, what did I? It's 10% skill. skill. Damn yeah. it. Yeah, Damn. 15% concentrated power will. Thank you. Very good. 5% uh, pleasure. Uh, now, keep in mind, Fort Myers, where a lot of people in Boston move to because that's where the Red Sox have spring training. It's a lot of Boston folks that live in Fort Myers. That's I'm not telling. That's a fact. If you're from that area and you migrate to Florida, you tend to head. And this is a very common thing. A lot of people in the Midwest go out. I to remember that out documentary. David Attenborough knocked rated it. Right. The fourth highest rated market is Pittsburgh. I don't know, but it's a hockey market, yeah. so you know that's believable enough. The fifth highest rated market for the Bruins Capitals game is Baltimore, mm-hmm. with a 3.7. Literally a higher rating than D.C. Now, somebody would say, holy crap, that's proof of how many more Capitals fans there are in Baltimore than you want to admit there are, Glenn Clark. Well, one, as I've said before, the actual meters for these markets tend to dip and call the Baltimore market a little bit more of the D.C. suburbs than than really they are. Not to say D.C. suburbs. The, the, the split territory. Mm-hmm. The areas of the state where it's more 50-50. But there's a secondary part to that that these people don't want to like recognize when they try to make a big deal out of it. Literally, the 15 minutes before the hockey game began, NBC did a 13.8 in Baltimore because it was the Preakness Stakes. A 13.8, which was by far the biggest number of any market in the world for the Preakness Stakes. And then they immediately switched over to the hockey game and kept some of the audience. It's not the thing that you think it is. There's more there. I've never tried to pretend like there aren't Capitals fans in Baltimore. There are. There just aren't as many as Capitals fans in Baltimore think there are. They think Baltimore is a huge Capitals town. All of the actual evidence that we have has never actually suggested that. It's suggested that there are some Capitals fans in Baltimore, but every time it's not enough to attempt to make money off that. I will let me. I can tell you that with certainty, and I wish it was, because it'd be nice to have another avenue by which to make money. That would be a good thing for us. But the overreaction to the idea that Baltimore pulled a 3.7 for the Capitals game is an overreaction that dismisses literally just the 15 minutes of the actual race that everyone in Baltimore was tuned into NBC to watch the Preakness, and some of them stuck around to watch the hockey game. Thank you. I've said this is my tidbit. Well, you ruined my tidbit. So that was what your tidbit was all about. Yeah. That's really weird. Um, I, as we talked as nauseam during the course of today's show, mm-hmm. the Angels. Oh, well, I won money on that exactly. last night. So Shohei Otani's still damn good at baseball. Yeah, he did maybe. hit a ball like at his chin out for a home run last oh, night. Oh, I'm sorry. Is that news to me? Yeah, I don't know. Shohei Otani homered off of a 94-mile-per-hour fastball that was 4 point, allegedly 4.19 feet off the ground. It seemed higher. It was the highest by any Angels player since the pitch-tracking era in 2008. The only player, I mean, that I could think of that was higher or that was proven to be higher was Trumbo. Once hit one that was like five feet off the ground. So. I don't remember. With the Angels? I don't know if it was. No, not, not just in general. He did. Oh, I was going to say. I don't, I don't know that it was with the Orioles. I can't say. Um, for what it's worth. 
Shohei Otani, 13 homers. I was going to say the only player that baseball. was higher was Tim Lincecum, but no, I it's a different uh, He different leads thing. baseball in home runs with 13. And by the way, he also has you know the most unhittable pitch in baseball, according to some metrics. At a minimum of 30 plate appearances ending on a certain pitch, his splitter has produced a .028 opposing batting average, one for 36 in at-bats ending on that pitch. And he's currently on pace to hit 54 home runs, which will be the most in a single season since Giancarlo Stanton in 2017. Uh, he also has six steals. I don't really talk about that, but the man does literally everything. Uh, six steals, 13 homers, makes him one of six players in baseball currently with at least nine home runs and at least six stolen bases. I'm a little surprised by that. Who are they? How many did you say there were? He's one of six. I can't believe that there are that many of them, being totally honest with you. I guess, are, are Steels having a bit of a comeback this year? There are a lot of players with at least six. There are 19 players, many no, Machado included, with at least six steals right now. But the idea that there's that many with both nine home runs and that many stolen bases is the part that's right. It's kind of crazy to me. Um, Acuna. Six steals, 12 homers. He's on the list. I didn't know he had that many home runs, if I'm being honest with you. Uh, how about uh, uh, Mike, Mike Trout? No. Did he get hurt? Did I see that? I think he did. I hope he's okay. I don't know. I, mean, I certainly hope that he's okay. Uh, who has the steals? The steals part is what I'm struggling with. Javi? Uh, As in? Baez. He has six steals, nine homers, so it just makes less. Whew. I'm really struggling with who has the steals. Like, all the guys that have hit home runs I don't think are, are stolen base guys. Like, Vlad Jr.'s not stealing bases. He's not. Um, I don't think Mitch Hanniger is stealing bases. He's not. I don't think Aaron Judge is stealing bases. No. Who's stealing bases? Who's stealing bases that happens to have hit some home runs? Shohei Otani. Is there a chance that Byron Buxton has nine home runs? Nope. Doesn't even have six steals. No, well, that's that's the, okay. I don't know if we're getting there. Uh, how many more are there? I've got two. You are two. missing one, two, and three. And yeah, I believe you're missing three. Does Tatis have nine home runs? Nope. Nor does he have six deals. Okay. I'm gonna need something. Two of the players remaining are teammates. Oh, good. Good. I'm there, basically, then. It basically gets me there. All right. Is there a Yankee on the list? No. Is there a Red Sox on the list? No. Is there a Ray on the list? No. Is there a Blue Jay on the list? Yeah. Bo Bichette. Seven steals, nine homers. Is there an Indian on the list? No. Is there a Tiger? No. Is there a twin? No. Is there a White Sox? I mean, you are forgetting a player. There's a player you are forgetting who is is a just logical choice for this category in this in these. Let's not stop. It's not going to. You're forgetting somebody. Fine. Great. Royal. Is there a Royal on the no. list? Is there a, a a a Ranger? No. Is there a Mariner? No. Is there an ath Athletic? No. 
Is there but a, he's a former athletic? It's a former athletic. Teammate of one of the players you've named already. There's a former athletic. Oh, is it is it Simeon? Marcus Seaman. Okay. Seven steals, nine homers. And I'm still missing somebody. Yeah, this is the obvious one. Though. It's a, it's a I'd say the ones you've named. This would be the is it a, second. Is it a Philly? No. A Met? No. Is it a Brave? No. Is it a National? Yes. Uh, Trey Turner? Yeah. Okay. I don't think that's... You say that's obvious. Trey Turner's not an obvious power hitter that way. Like, it's not obvious for Trey Turner. Yeah, but that's not obvious. That's not an obvious thing. That's obvious He's certainly an option for a guy that would have stolen bases, but not an obvious hey, guy man. that would have had 10 home runs by this point. Who are you trying to convince? I don't have to convince anyone. I've got... You use the word obvious. Pretty obvious to it's me. It's not obvious in any way. Well, as the guy who had the answer in front of it, it was ah, pretty obvious. Thank you. I appreciate that. That's very helpful. All right, today's show also brought to you by, uh, who do I owe this one to? Uh, the Pressbox print issue, which is available right now at your neighborhood Royal Farms out of the hundreds of locations around town where you find Pressbox. Read it all, pressboxonline.com. John Means on the cover. Go pick up your print issue of Pressbox today. Tubular brought to you by Great Eights Memorabilia. Tucker Fest coming up on June 27th at Jerry's Toyota. They got some great private signings and more events coming down the pipeline, but this is the big one. This is the centerpiece of the summer, Tucker Fest. You can meet, picture, autograph with Justin Tucker for just 50 bucks. Justin Tucker, that guy, will be there. That's taken care of. Plus, there's an entire event with no additional charge built around it. Cornhole tournament. Food trucks, live music all day from Joey Harkham and Dave Teef. We'll be doing a broadcast. The Dunk Tank. Jeremy Kahn's going to be in there. Despite the fact that he's making us money, making me money, you can still dunk him in water if you'd like. It's going to be a great day. Um, all raising money for the Brigantz Brigade as well, which is a wonderful thing that they're doing. That's awesome. What a partner for Tucker Fest. Coming up June 27th at Jerry's Toyota. It's going to be a great day. Find out more and get your meet and greet passes by going to great8smemorabilia.com. That's great, the number 8s, memorabilia.com to find out more about Tucker Fest. All righty. Totally tubular. The Orioles back in action as they open up a series with the Rays tonight. Matt Harvey takes the mound. Hopefully he'll be better than he was last time out. Something called Luis Patino. Should I know about him? He's not. I don't think he's related to Rick. They spell it differently. He's got. I mean, all their guys are good stuff. Well, I know that, yeah. but like, is he? I think he's a pretty well thought of guy. He okay. was re- return in one of the, I think the Snell trade, if I'm not okay. mistaken. Masson two for that seven o'clock tonight. Masson's got Nationals, Cubs seven thirty. ESPN Yankees Rangers eight. The NBA's play-in tournament gets underway tonight on TNT six thirty for Hornets Pacers. And that was correct, by the way. He was the headliner of the Snell trade okay. for the Rays, so probably Horn- going to get struck out a lot. Probably. <laughs> Hornets-Pacers is the elimination game tonight, and then the winner of that one will face the loser of the second game tonight, which is Wizards-Celtics at 9 o'clock. The winner of that one is the seven seed. The loser plays the winner of Hornets-Pacers, and that team's the eight seed. ESPN2, Phoenix Mercury, Washington Mystics at 8, Vegas Aces, Seattle Storm at 10, NBCSN, Chelsea, and Leicester City at 310. Islanders, Penguins, uh, game two at 7.30. Wild Golden Knights, game two at 10. CNBC for Lightning Panthers, game two at 8. USA Network or WWE NXT at 8 as well. Give me some non-sports highlights. Chad, 10.30. I do enjoy Chad. TBS. Mm, this Is Us is back, baby. 9 o'clock on NBC. I don't know if you're into that. Um, Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union are on Kimmel. 
Do-do-do-do-do. Morgan Freeman is on Cold Bear. Stuff and things. All right. GlennClarkRadio.com. All right. Very good. Thanks today to Larry Hein. Oh, by the way, a Tubular was also brought to you by C3 American Exteriors. Don't let the insurance industry get one over on you. Call C3 to get roof and siding repairs for just the cost of your home insurance deductible. Right now, you can call them for your free analysis, 410-401-9797, or you can go to c3america.com. Thanks today to Larry Heinlein, softball coach at Morgan State. They're headed to the NCAA tournament. Thanks also to Charlie Toomey, lacrosse coach at Loyola. And to Patrick Dorian from the Bowie Bay Sox, who you're about to hear from. We'll get all of it up in the greatest hits section of the Archives. tab at glennclarkradio.com. Uh, I mean, presumably Drew and Patrick, irons and fires, stuff and things, fun and frolic. Drew Forrester, yay. We'll talk about Manny Machado. He's going to just want to talk about golf the whole time. I know, it's PGA Championship week. Um, well, I do get to make my pick, and I always look forward to that. You know, making my I pick. For the, I'm looking forward to it. Got a lot of. I got a lot of work to do tonight. Yeah. You've got down. irons and fires. Yeah, I got. I got to figure out. Yeah. I got to do. Look over all my data. Look, do all the yeah. analysis. Figure out. You know, they're playing the PGA. Uh, Kiowa Island. Yeah, exactly. Look at you knowing a thing. Look at you. Why do you know that? Uh, it was on TV. I think. Oh, okay, all right. fair <laughs> enough. That'll do it. Um, and yeah, Patrick Stevens will talk more about the NCAA lacrosse quarterfinals this weekend. Thanks to everybody at PressBox, all of our great sponsors and partners, including MIAA Lacrosse, the U.S. Army, Glory Days Grill, Window Nation, Royal Farms, Chesapeake Employers Insurance, ExxonMobil, KNS Automotive, C3 American Exteriors, Great Eights Memorabilia, the Bradley and Nikki Bozeman Foundation, your local Toyota dealer, buyatoyota.com. Thanks to Kyle Ottenheimer, Sad Lonely Man. Follow him on Twitter at Ottenheimer. Follow us at Glenn Clark Radio. Have a great Thursday or Tuesday. It's Tuesday is the day that it is. It's Tuesday. It has a Thursday vibe to it. I, can't I don't know why I said thought it was Thursday. It would be nice. would have been nice. It would have been really wonderful, <laughs> wouldn't it have been? Yeah. A great Tuesday. Actually, i got a lot of work to do. Have a great Tuesday evening. Um, go Birds. Duke sucks. Ohio State sucks, too. Now, to wrap up the day, really cool story about this man, the player of the week in AA baseball at this region. It's Patrick Dorian, and we wrap up the day by chatting with him here on GCR. Well, it's time for us to make our weekly trip to Bowie to chat with a member of the Bay Sox. Our next guest, one of the players of the week in Double A, he has been absolutely ripping the cover off the ball to start the season. Already five home runs, 14 RBI. He is Pat Dorian, and he's with us now here on GCR. Pat, it's Glenn in Baltimore. It's great to chat with you, man. Thank you so much for taking a couple of minutes for us this morning. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on. It's great to chat with you, dude. Get a chance to get to know you. Um, so this is going all right. Uh, did you did you have like a feeling when you reported to Bowie, like, man, I'm I don't know, I've just been feeling it. This is this is going to be an amazing start, or is this maybe even caught you by a little bit of a surprise? I mean, yeah, I'd be lying if I said I expected to hit five homers in the first week. But, uh, (laughs) you know, I I knew I felt pretty good going into the season. Uh, You know, spring training went pretty well, feeling pretty confident. And uh, it was great to start the year in Bowie. That was the goal going into spring training. So, uh, you know, I was very happy, very confident. And I'm just thankful to have the start that I'm having. Well, it's been incredible, the start that you're off to. Let's go back a little ways. I think uh, a lot of people got to know a little bit more of your story after they read Jami Oli's piece in the Baltimore Sun. Um, you have took took that age-old path to uh, Major League Baseball, or at least at this point to Minor League Baseball, uh, through community college and quitting pro ball and Division Two baseball. Everybody's done it. It's a story as old as time. I mean, obviously, it was the entire plan for you the entire way, right? <laughs> 
Uh, I mean, not quite, but, uh, you know, it, it's an interesting and unique story. But uh, like I say, you know, like whenever I talk about it, it you know, it, I learned a lot from the situation. Uh, I was a young kid at the time and just did what I needed to do at that time. And I, I'm back here now. And that, that's really all that matters to me is where I'm at now and just focus on the future and focus on the right now. So I'm in a good spot and I'm very thankful. And I, I've learned a lot throughout my career, whether it was college or in pro ball. So I'm just happy to be where I am now. Pat, you know, is there something that you learned from that experience and having to take go the hard way, if you will, that maybe has benefited you more than other guys your same age that – that perhaps took a little bit of an easier route. Does it make you hungrier? Does it make you more hardened? I, I don't know if there's a term that I'm looking for specifically, but has it been a benefit for you that you had to do things a little bit more of the hard way to get to this point as you try to make this jump to the next stage in your pro career? Yeah, I mean, like I said, I definitely learned a lot from the situation. Uh, I'd say the biggest thing is just trust your gut. And at that time, I knew that's what I needed to do. Uh, and, and that's something that I've carried over, you know, in my life now is just trust myself, trust what I need to do, trust the, the work that I put in. So when I get back on the field, I'm ready to go. You know what I mean? Especially with that year off with the whole with yep. the pandemic going on and everything. It was just I, I took I took advantage of that year, to say the least, uh, mentally, physically. Uh, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I, I've learned a lot. It's been an interesting path, but. I'm just focusing on having fun and enjoying the guys, enjoying the team, and just trying to win ball games. And that'll always be the goal is any way I can help the team win, and that's what I'm going to do. Pat Dorian is with us from the Bowie Bay Sox here on Glenn Clark Radio. Pat, let's go back to last year, if we could. What did it look like for you? You, you know, obviously everything comes to a halt. Where did you go? Who you were you with? What were you doing on a day-to-day basis? How did you manage to stay sharp? when you weren't able to be around the guys every day? Yeah, so, I mean, everyone's got their, you know, their stories, what they did. And for me, it was, you know, me and one of my best friends, uh, Zach Short. I live in Kingston, New York, so does he. We grew up together. He's with the Detroit the Detroit Tigers organization. Okay. And, uh, you know, we'd be doing garage workouts in the morning, and then we'd, we'd go to our hitting facility, and we'd be in there for hours and hours just, picking each other's brains, taking, you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of swings, just trying to figure things out and just bouncing things off of each other. And then, you know, I'd be lying if I said I didn't spend a lot of time golfing, too. (laughs) (laughs) So a lot of swings uh, in in a couple of different ways. There were a lot of swings in your life. Was there anything in particular that you were – when you got back to formal baseball – was there anything at all that you were concerned about? Like, was there an internal answer that you needed when you got back to playing baseball with other professionals in your life? Like, was there anything that you needed to see to know that the last year hadn't damaged you in any way? I mean, you know, it's always in the back of your head, right? If you're away from the game for a whole year and you're not seeing live at-bats for that long, you know, you're going to worry a little bit. But at the end of the day, I just needed to, you know, trust my work, trust the work that I put in, trust everything with my swing defensively. And just, you know, like I've said it a hundred times, but just trust myself, believe in myself. And that's what I've been doing so far. And that's what's working. So obviously it was, you know, it's in the back of your mind, like I said, being away from the game for for that long, but 
once once you get a couple games back in you, you, you kind of just you feel it. You, you're back into it, and and I'm just lucky to get off to a good start and just got to keep it rolling for as long as I can. He is Pat Dorian from the Bowie Bay Sox. The Bay Sox are on the road this week. They'll be back home next Tuesday to host the Harrisburg Senators for Koozie Tuesday. You can get your tickets right now by going to baysox.com. Pat, your your first taste when you you know when you first came over into the Orioles system, it did not go quite as well when you were in Frederick back in 2019. Was was it at all maybe kind of a shock of the system change and like you know what what changed in you over the last year and a half to get you to this point? Yeah, you know, being traded and everything was so out of nowhere, and coming into a new organization, a new team with a bunch of unfamiliar faces you know that's it's an uncomfortable situation to be in but uh you know I battled and did what I could in Frederick and you know found a way to have a service serviceable season you know what I mean not not fantastic but not terrible so the goal uh in the off season was you know get stronger get bigger and try to you know hit the ball for power get the power numbers up especially playing third base I got to be able to you know hit the gaps, hit balls over the fence. And that's what's been happening so far. And I, like I said, I I just got to keep that going and do whatever I can to help the team win is that that's really the ultimate goal is just find ways to help the team. Okay. So, so the home run so far was, was power a priority for you that like, I I'm reaching the part in my life where I need to show that I can put the ball over fences or is this just the product of doing good work, doing the right things and getting good results? Yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I knew that I needed to get the power numbers up a little bit, but uh, I knew the best way to do that was just, you know, get the barrel to the get the barrel to the ball and hit the ball in the air, and then the rest will take care of itself. You know, I, I'm not like pressuring myself, putting extra pressure on myself to hit home runs or to do things like that. You just got to let it happen, and that sure. happens by being patient, swinging at the right pitches, and just trusting the work that you've put in and. uh that's what's been happening. So just got to keep that going, like I said. Pat, is there something exciting about just being around? Like right now at Bowie, there's, you know, an Adley Rutschman, a DL Hall. There's an awful lot of attention that's being paid um, in this community to what's happening at that level. Is is there something about that that has, I don't know, amplified everything for everyone that, that, that maybe makes it contagious, if you will, the excitement about baseball that's going on with the Bay Sox right now? Yeah, absolutely. And I think everyone's just, just so happy to be playing again. You know, yeah. I've said it a few times, but just being away from it for a year and now being back into it, playing every single day, it's just everyone's so happy and so excited and, and just with each other, playing together, playing for each other, playing for the coaching staff. You know what I mean? And everyone's just so prepared. We work really hard pregame, you know, spring training. We worked our tails off and just to be ready and, to get off to a hot start like we are now. So it's been a lot of fun. We have an awesome group of guys. Just everyone's pulling for each other. Everyone's yelling, screaming, rooting each other on. It's just a lot of fun right now, and we got to keep that going as long as we can. All right, let's get to the important stuff, Pat Dorian. Um, How long are you going to need to be in Baltimore and succeed at the major league level before we can get you to swear off the football team that you root for in favor of the Ravens? How long to give up on the Giants? Like, if, if you're here for, like, eight years as a quality major league player, it's, is that going to be long enough to say, okay, it's time for me to see if I might look good in purple instead? 
Hey, I mean, I'm I'm a huge Lamar Jackson fan, so I I don't know how long it would take, but uh, I I don't know. I, I'm a big. Obviously, I've been a Giants fan my whole life, but uh, I, I always catch myself rooting for Lamar a little bit in the back of my head. So I, I don't know. I can't. So, I don't so have an it sounds for like you, what but. you're willing to what you're saying is you're willing to have like a maybe a, a football mistress, if you will. You're willing to have <laughs> like maybe a little bit of a. I won't give up on my team, but I could maybe root for both of them as long as they're not playing against each other type exactly. of scenario. I, I, could, I could see that. I could see that. <laughs> I can respect that, and we can dig We can dig that around here. I think that would be good enough for us. They have met once before in a Super Bowl. We liked how that one turned out around these parts. Um, <laughs> d- does that? And I was thinking about that and where you're from. Does that mean there's probably some Yankees fans in your family? Yes. Okay. Uh, I mean, I grew up a Yankee fan. A lot of my family or Yankees or Mets fans. So <laughs> so, so I wanted to get to the bottom. Like, how awkward is it going to be when you get up to the big leagues for some of your family members? Like, has it already been a little bit awkward? Like, are they reluctant to, to, be, to say that they would root for the Orioles? Would they show up to, like, your major league debut wearing their Yankee gear? Like, exactly how would that go for your family when you get this call? Oh, I, I think uh, if I'm if I'm in the big leagues, I think everyone's going to drop the Yankees and All right. move on over and just support me and the Orioles. So all right, I, 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 I don't appreciate think that'll be an issue. At I feel all. like there's always that one awkward family member though that's just like, dude, I I love you and I need you to know that I love you, but like, it ain't happening. <laughs> I'll root. Yeah, for- I don't know. I I don't I don't think I'll have that issue, which is good. Okay. All right. I appreciate that. That's good to hear because it's always awkward when those scenarios play out. And you're like, Absolutely. you're like, dude, I got you tickets, and you showed up here wearing that. <laughs> Like that's funny. It's utterly that's funny. unacceptable. It happens all the time. All right, Patrick. What else do we need to know about you? Um, away from baseball. Like, what? What? What do you get into? If a Friday, outside of the pandemic world, but like in a normal world, a Friday night outside of baseball season. What are you up to? What are you all about? Uh, I mean, I love spending time with family. Uh, you know what I mean. I love spending time with friends. Like I said, I like spending time on the golf course and just. I like being outside, you know, uh, I don't know. I'm, I always want to be doing stuff. You know, I'm not really a guy who likes to sit around. I'm just always on the move trying to find something to do, whether it's uh, whatever it is, you, you know, got, go you... out to dinner or whatever it is. But, uh, yeah, I like staying busy. That's the easiest way to put it. You got a pick for the PGA this week? Oh man. Uh, I mean, I'm a big, I'm a big speech guy. I, I mean, I, I love, it's been a cool story this year, right? Like, it's been really cool Absolutely. to see him come back and, and, and get the job done, and it feels like maybe it might be time for him to break through again and win a major. Absolutely. I'd love to see that. Especially, he, you know, he, he lost it for a while, and to be able to find it again, it's impressive. So That's really he's, cool. Uh, he's a guy you'll, you'll like to root for. That's really cool. All right, uh, Pat Dorian, the Bay Sox, as I mentioned, away this week, back next Tuesday, and coming up, like, next Friday, it's Mystery Bobblehead Night. Uh, you can get your tickets at BaySox.com. Pat Dorian on Twitter, it's just at Pat Dorian, correct, with two R's? Yep, correct. And then Instagram, where can people follow you? Uh, it's the same thing. It's just at Pat Dorian. Awesome. Hey, Pat, congratulations on an amazing start to the season, man. May it continue this way, and may it not be that long before we're talking about you at the big league level. Really appreciate you taking a couple of minutes for us this morning. Thank you so much for doing it. Thank you. I appreciate you having me on.